Well, week two of Final Frontier Month, and we tackled a real critical darling in the space genre. One that people bring up from time to time when they're talking about the classics in terms of space movies. We saw the Stanley Kubrick all-time classic. Cannot stress classic enough. 2001 colon a space odyssey here on our journey into the great beyond of final frontier month on a brand new episode of the review review Rocket Man burning all my feet all here alone. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the rear view, a show where two small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the max extreme. I am JT3K. <laughs> and we got some new uh new equipment. JT. New stuff galore. Uh uh, little info, personal life. My birthday was yesterday, Tuesday. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, <laughs> uh, so on any Thursday, your <laughs> birthday Thursday, was that Tuesday. My birthday was Tuesday. If you listen to this on a Thursday, <laughs> my birthday was on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's like that weird Easter rule where it's always on <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Yeah, right. And so uh, we got some sweet new mic stands courtesy of chelsea danger yeah and so because of that we've adjusted the levels so yeah. you gotta tell us how the sound quality's doing so if it sounds weird let us know and we we'll can, ignore it we can switch <laughs> we'll switch back making her gift inert which would devastate her completely. Oh my and why would you God. do that to a pregnant woman? <laughs> I gotta lean back more now if I'm gonna yell. <laughs> yeah, you have to get that real spacious gap. Yeah. In the Otherwise, mind. it's gonna like really fuck with the levels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, email in. Tell us how the levels are. I know that's your favorite thing to do. <laughs> Ever. I've been waiting all day <laughs> to email podcasts about their levels. How them levels. Uh so anyway, get on on get on Twitter, email Bucky for everyone, how dem levels. How dem levels. <laughs> um but yes, this episode we are going over the classic Cannot stress classic space enough space epic. Of 2001 A Space Odyssey. It's a classic. We'll get to that. It's an all-time classic. It is a movie that is a classic. Absolute classic. We will get into that at the top of the show. Let's start at the bottom and work our way up. Do it. Uh, I'm going to start out with Rogue One. It's right around the corner. It is coming out this week. Next week, big show. Covering that Star Wars possible guest host with us also. Possible guest po host. Possible for all the uh, Spanish-speaking people out that's there. That's right. I think that's how it is. If it isn't, tell me that along with the levels. <laughs> how dim levels? How dim levels? How do you say possible in Spanish? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it is out. And spoiler... Well, it's out for review. The embargo has been lifted. Oh, good. And 
So people Jesus. <laughs> need to be very wary of going and traversing the internet if you do not want to have things spoiled for you. Very much so. Especially on Twitter when things will just pop up very quickly. Like, uh, Darth Vader turns out <laughs> Can't Luke's you believe dad. that they fucking killed his... <laughs> It turns out the Death Star was fully operational. <laughs> Son of a bitch. They weren't lying. <laughs> so, yeah, and with the incoming polar vortex that's coming, oh, it might be a bit difficult to see this weekend. Hey, that's where you get the true diehards. That's where right. they're like, um, hello, Mother Nature? Can't talk right now. <laughs> Gotta go see Star Wars. <laughs> suck off. <laughs> go suck a fat one. Hit me up when you want to suck on a real chubster. Yeah. <laughs> when you're done blowing white stuff, how about you take this white stuff in the face? <laughs> I made that way more dirty than I should have. But turns for out, Mother Nature. If you're listening to this on Thursday, I took. I'm taking off Monday. <laughs> I'm taking PTO. So every Thursday you take off that Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you want us, if we do get snowed out this weekend and get that twenty-five inches of snow or whatever it's saying, oh yeah, then I can see it on Monday anytime. Good. So I might go see it Monday. I just breathe the loudest sigh of relief <laughs> because you get to see it on a Monday. What are you seeing it this weekend? I hope. Hope so. Look out. I got I got a show on Saturday, so I'm planning for either Friday or Sunday. Very good. If I don't die, and if I don't die in the snow, I have to see what it, the weather's like on Friday because I might see it Friday because I know Chelsea wants to see it too. Well, wait, let me let us know. Let me do let me do a date date night. Oh, do a date night. A date night. <laughs> do a date night. <laughs> date night. I love that. <laughs> Sweet Rogue One. Check it out next week. Our review in full. Full with possible special guest host. Stay tuned. The guest host may shock you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Ben Affleck. You know about him? He played a little character named Batman in BVS this last summer. Uh, I know him as Bruce Wayne. It oh. is his alter ego that is Batman. Come on, get it right. I'm sorry. I thought Bruce Wayne was... Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, rumors have been speculating that uh, Batman is a little bit far off because it's not quite yet polished. The okay. script. Yeah. New thing came out today. Ben Affleck said he's ready to shoot this spring. Get that shit ready. Get it in the can. Just put it out. Give me the fucking camera. I'll shoot it myself. <laughs> I'm excited. That uh, it's going into production this quickly, because uh, I really want to see what Ben Affleck would do, because it's not Zack Snyder. <laughs> and that he is, like, at the helm of, like, script phase, production, directing, being in it. I want to see the somebody else's take on DC stuff. Yeah. Pretty fucking somebody, quick. <laughs> yeah. Somebody who maybe might know what they're doing. <laughs> Anybody with a vision, please. Yeah. If DC is still running by the time that Batman movie comes out. Oh my God. I don't know. If this Wonder Woman one tanks, they're going to be like, uh, oh, oh, shit. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, staying on the DC train, 
David Ayer, you know, he directed Suicide Squad. Okay. That huge hit. Okay. <laughs> well, he is also set to direct another DC feature. I heard about this. Did you now? It's called the Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. DC Bad Girls. <laughs> Girls with a Z. Shoot, don't take them home to daddy. <laughs> uh, so that would... Uh, it's going to also be starring Margot Robbie as reprising her role, not being anybody else, <laughs> as Harley Quinn. And it may also introduce Catwoman and maybe Poison Ivy Ooh, into the mix. Damn. Do like a Thelma and Louise with them. That's right. So that'd be... I would never have expected this to be a, one of the movies they want to get greenlit. I know. DC's being really weird. Like, they're not even, like, going... They're not even, like, pursuing, like, the franchises that would be, like, the ones you would pursue. It's like, let's make a movie... Where uh, Aquaman, <laughs> we do an Aquaman movie, but Aquaman is like a deli owner. And then, right? <laughs> like, no, no, it was having to fight crime. No, but it's in the same universe. <laughs> yeah, and then, right. And then we do a thing where, okay, so it's Batman, but it, it's not Bruce Wayne, it's somebody else. No, that's never happened. <laughs> so, my, name, my name's Zack Snyder. <laughs> so. Everyone's going to die. <laughs> Metropolis is destroyed <laughs> all around this deli. So, yeah, this is, it sounds interesting. I'll keep up with it. it. It has me about as excited as Suicide Squad did when I heard about yeah. this. So, I don't know. But DC Bad Girls or Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. I'm curious. Margot Robbie is also set to produce this movie as well. Oh, shit. She's getting some producer pants on. <sighs> Look out. Look out, y'all. Uh, Joel, you brought up something. I have a lot of DC movie news today. I just realized a lot. Well, when I say a lot, I mean more than 50%. (laughs) Jesus. But I don't have a lot of news. So, so there you have it. You brought up Aquaman, JT. Patrick Wilson starring Mm -hmm. in this movie. Oh, yeah. You hear about this? Old Night Owl coming in. Night Owl is going to be playing somebody a bit deeper. And when I say deeper, not intellectually. Like where he lives? <laughs> More of where he lives, yes. <laughs> He'll be playing the Ocean Master in the James Hahn-directed Aquaman movie. All right. Ocean Master being the brother of Aquaman. I read Half-Brother. Right. They have different fathers, oh, I believe. shit. So you're saying his mom's a whore. <laughs> well, I'm saying... Aquaman is half Atlantean and half human. Okay. Ocean Master's full Atlantean. Oh, man. So he believes he should be the rightful ruler of Atlantis. It's kind of like a low-key Thor kind of a thing. Okay. That's why I really think that that's, that's how they're gonna, DC's going to play up their Aquaman. It's like a... <laughs> it's going to copy they're Thor. They're going to Thor it up. <laughs> Patrick Wilson is just going to be a fucking ocean Loki. <laughs> He's going to be the next heartthrob of all <laughs> of yeah. the internet. Everyone's going to love Loki. He's going to have like a weird and Ocean accent. Master. Yeah. Oh my God, Ocean Master. <laughs> I love his weird finny mask. <laughs> Look at his mask that look like fins. Makes his head look like more of a fish. Oh my god, I'm so turned on by his fin face. (laughs) Staying on that DC train. Wonder Woman. Uh, 
a while ago became the U.S. ambassador, or not the U.N. ambassador, for like just an honorary title. Oh, good. They didn't. They didn't give Wonder Woman actual power in the U.N. No, no. She's like Damn an honorary it. ambassador. Has like an honorary ambassador title, but that has been stripped. What? <laughs> As an online petition came up, or I don't know if it was an online petition or not, but a petition came up and it uh, wanted to revoke it. Oh, shit. And the, here's, I have a screen capture of what the, the thing actually said here. Let me pull it up. The petition was quickly circulated, uh, decrying Wonder Woman's selection as a representative for the campaign. A portion of the petition reads... Um, as so, although the original creators may have intended Wonder Woman to represent a strong and independent warrior woman with a feminist message, the reality is that the character's current iteration is that of a large-breasted white woman of impossible proportions. So that was one of the main critiques they had on why she should be a UN ambassador, is because of her physical appearance, not really of what she stands for, of like female empowerment and equal opportunity for all living creatures on earth and just loving and caring and uh you know all the positive things they just want to focus on like her costume i heard she's a bitch (laughs) she could be a bitch as well but uh i don't know what do you think about that jt what do you think um i don't know i can it's all it's all bullshit like it means the title means nothing, but yeah. if it means if it's just like a like a title of goodwill and faith, like why even? Who cares? Yeah, I mean, like Wonder Woman is a symbol. It does mean that, but if if you are judging judging her based on her looks, then it is kind of like giving the ambassadorship to a Barbie because it's like, yeah, like she looks, she's like a a large chested white woman. I guess it's like it's like okay, she's an ambassador to all womanhood, so that means you have to look like that as a woman. Like at least if if you try and like establish some sort of uh of uh I don't know like uh diversity, so to say. Sure. I don't know. I think it's judging something uh fictional thing by its appearance. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Legit, is, they could just they could totally just, yeah. blown out of the just water. Start write, just start writing Wonder Woman as like a mousy, small-chested, like, hipster. Yeah. And it's like, and oh, then, okay, now she's fine. No, then people <laughs> complain. It's like, why is she strong and powerful looking anymore? Why can't women be strong and sexy at the same time? Yeah, well, that's that's what you get when you have the internet. Fuck the internet. Regardless, a counter petition is now. Where, in the where can works. they get our show again, Troy? <laughs> you can find us on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, counter petition is already now in the works to get her back in the thing. I don't know if it's going to work. Oh, man. I figured they would have more signers on the counter petition than would be like the petition trying to get her off. I, I don't know. People do realize there are like homeless people and uh, like. Probably stuff more important than putting Wonder Woman in a fake UN council <laughs> position. Yeah, you never know, man. World's weird. Shut the fuck up, world. <laughs> uh, 
Joel, I know you're super attached to this Uncharted movie that's been trying to get off. God, the tell me about it. <laughs> well, I got some depressing news. Son of a <laughs> bitch! <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg is no longer attached <sighs> to the Uncharted movie. Say hi to your mother for me. He's he's out of there. I don't know how far along they are in the production of the Uncharted movie, but Marky Mark is no longer attached to He's this too movie. busy finding transformers <laughs> that's right um i just heard i was listening to a podcast today where they're kind of talking about the end of the year kind of wrap-up stuff and they were, they ended up talking about video games a bit and what their favorite things were during the year yeah they were talking about uncharted and how the video game is also gonna or the franchise is gonna be not only a video game but turn try to turn into a movie yeah like why would they do like i understand why they would do that but it doesn't really make any sense as you get a better experience out of playing the game than you would of watching somebody else and do it. And a way it. better story, too, because like video games go on for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you get to be that character. And you get to be that character. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it boggles my mind where they're just like, people are going to come in droves to see this movie. And it's like, no, well, they can just play the fucking game. Yeah, I... I mean, I, maybe the people who play the game and they'll see it, they'll be like, yeah, that was that was pretty good. And then the people that don't play a game, they'll be like, that was just Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like a new Indiana Jones. Yeah. That's why it always blew my mind they made a Warcraft movie, because it's like, people that play Warcraft have no lives to begin with. Where are they going to find the time to leave their fucking dumb, shitty loser lives to go watch a fucking movie? <laughs> They'll stream it off their phone while they're playing Warcraft. No or shit. It's like having the corner. It's like, guys, uh, hold on. No mission now. I'm, I'm watching uh, this <laughs> fucking weird goblin guy, like, eat fucking person. Whatever. Did you or see you... that movie? No, I didn't see it. Nobody did. Well, Duncan Jones directed it. The director of the movie we, directed, we, uh, we um, reviewed yesterday, or last week. Moon. I found a way. I found a way there. <laughs> you did a me. I did a fucking yeah. <laughs> I found my way. I found in my way sentence. into a sentence, and then I just used a machete to chop through the fucking brush to get to the end. Oh, amazing! Loving these mic stands, by the way. I am liking them too. I'm digging it. Like I like having my hands free. I know. I'm like holding my beer with two hands. I want to start doing jumping jacks while we do the show. <laughs> uh. Last bit of news I have, JT, is that uh, there's a few films that were selected to be on the Library of Congress's National Film Registry. Congress? And uh, some of them may shock you. (laughs) I think there was 25 this year that went on. But uh, in order to be on there, they have to be at least a decade old. Gotcha. And they have to have uh, historical and cultural significance. Good. Uh, The uh, big two that went on were The Breakfast Club. Okay, yeah. And The Lion King. Ooh. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that The Lion King was on there. Lion King is pretty prevalent in I know, culture. but I I never feel like they take animation seriously in, like, would they would do this kind of stuff? Well, like, especially back then. Like, Disney was huge when it's, with its animation. Like, Lion King was, like, came out, like, in the prime of their, like, animation boom. Yeah, and they're a huge 90s boom. Yeah. yeah. But uh, also added to the list, Princess Bride. Okay. Uh, Thelma and Louise. Right on. And The Birds, which I was surprised that's not on there already. Yeah. Well, if you've seen The Birds, it's not that good. I've seen The Birds, <laughs> but... I wasn't a big fan of The Birds. 
Maybe they just want to throw Hitchcock a bone. Psycho's got to be on there by now, though. It has to be on there. Psycho's, Psycho's fucking, really good. Psycho's a classic. I bet 2001 A Space Odyssey's on there. I think it is. All right. It's a classic. It's a classic, It's a JT. classic, guys. It's a classic. <laughs> uh, but that's all the news I have uh, this evening, JT. All right. Well, I also have some news as well. I was hoping you would. Good. I was running pretty short. Pretty light. <laughs> I know. I was, I was kind of getting pretty light for news, and then like a bunch of stuff came out like a couple days ago, and I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, I dig it. Troy, were you a big fan of How I Met Your Mother? I was until the last season. <laughs> okay, yeah, the last season was a little bit of a little bit of a stretch. They did that thing where like everything happens in a day. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Well, it was a couple days. Come on, give him a break. All right, all right. Take it easy. <laughs> Don't get all defensive. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother. What the fuck, man? <laughs> well, they did the same thing as like Arrested Development in their last season. Yeah, yeah. They took stuff from different perspectives. Yeah, their last season was definitely not my favorite out of what they did, but I mean, all in all, it was. But a good I did show. like the show. I did like the show. Yeah. We binged, we binged it, and then we had to wait for the last season. Yeah. So I kind of also didn't. So it was like a letdown, really. Like, yeah. We the, the most build up to the most disappointing season. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, Troy, the How I Met Your Mother is getting a female spinoff. Really? How I Met Your Father. What? On CBS. Okay. It's going to be a completely new cast. Okay. And uh, following a woman who is meeting her husband. Hmm. So it's pretty much the same story, <laughs> just different characters. And right. I think the producers of This Is Us are attached to it, as well oh, yeah. as the <clears throat> as the uh, former producers of How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Anytime I hear, like, they do spinoffs like this, I always think of that 80s show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Which, you know, Dennis from oh, It's Always Sunny was yeah, on that show? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, I knew there was somebody that's, like, mildly famous now that was on that. Yeah. And I couldn't remember who it was. Freaking Glenn. Fucking. <laughs> Goddamn Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. <laughs> what a piece of work. <laughs> Man, I, I, that does not sound good, JT. It sounds like it's going to be... Shit. Well, we'll see. We got crummy rehash. See, it could be. It could be. Should we go on to that Star Trek Discovery? Oh my god! It's supposed to be that show on that CBS app all or whatever. Access. Yeah, all access, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> well, they found their leading lady. Question mark. It is a lady. Okay. <laughs> And uh, she's the captain. She's going to play the lieutenant that mans the Discovery, the USS Discovery. Okay. Not the Enterprise. It's going to be the Discovery. Oh, my. And she will be played by Sinequa Martin Green. Doesn't sound familiar. If you don't know who that is, she plays Sasha on The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. All right. Because she. Is she still alive? She's still alive. Not for long. <laughs> yeah. Eat it! <laughs> Gotta make that Star Trek money, bitch! <laughs> so we'll see if she survives. You caught up with Walking Dead? I am. How is uh, it going? Uh, their last episode was okay. They're they're building towards something, but it's I can't tell if it's going to be good or not, like always. Is there... Was their last episode their mid-season break? Yeah. 
Did it end on a good mid-season break? I mean, they had like a few, like, they had a few kills in it, and uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan shaved. Oh. So now he looks more like Negan from the book. I guess. I think he looks younger with a beard. Because <laughs> I think I've seen... I think he looks younger without. Really? Have you seen the picture of him? Yeah, from the... I have. I think he's I got know. like more like lines on his face with without the beard. It makes him look older to me. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah, but his beard is like already like mildly gray too. So yeah, that's true. Do you remember when uh, when I used to work at the grocery store and my friends Nate and Joe did like a no shave November with my dad and my dad grew a beard. Do you remember that a little for bit. a short stint? A little bit. I think it looked like a million bucks with a beard. I know. I remember my dad grew a beard for like a couple for like a couple months too. And I remember he looked pretty that. badass. Yeah, but then my mom doesn't like it, so shaved it off. Yeah, but and he was, had sweet like gray streaks on his chin. Like, oh, see if no. I could grow in a thick beard. That's why I can't wait for. Like, that's like that's like my <laughs> next like milestone in getting older. Is I want to yeah. get like a fucking beard that it gets like sweet like gray patches in it where yeah. i like look distinguished yeah 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 then after that then i'm just waiting for death <laughs> that's all you need i mean <laughs> after, that's one huge yeah. plateau it's you like, need to hit it's like uh driving drinking uh 30 30 <laughs> and then uh gray streaks and beard yep. and then you're just waiting to die and coffin then coffin <laughs> That's how it goes. I also want that and like the gray temples in my hair, like salt and peppered. Oh fuck That'd be yeah! Pretty sweet, right? Yeah, where it's like the the hair in the top of your head is still kind of the same right. color, but yeah, then yeah. it's like you got the gray like yeah. fucking Mister Fantastic. Yeah, shit. that's what I want. <laughs> I want that. I looked into just the touch of gray just for men, but you already have to have gray hair for it to work. Yeah, what the? <laughs> That's why it's called a touch of gray. People don't like, I want to look older now. But I was hoping you could put a touch of gray in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, bless your heart. <laughs> That's what an old lady says when she means like, fuck you. <laughs> Troy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get to it later. 2001. Well, no, not that. <laughs> oh, we will get classic. to that later. Uh, classic. Film classic. But we're going to get to it later, but lots of trailers. Oh, my. Dropped. I got a list right lots, here. Lots, lots of them. But one of them, uh, one of them broke a little record. What? One of them broke a record getting 139 million views. Holy shnikes. In one day. 39 mil? Beating Beauty and the Beast as the most viewed trailer in a sing- in its first day on the internet. Troy, which... A little, little spoiler for people that are coming up, but which of uh, the f- film trailers that came out this week do you think took home the prize? Hmm. I'm going to guess... I'm going to go against my heart, and I'm going to say Fast 8. You would be correct. Oh my god, that sucks! (laughs) But I got my opinions on that, because I'm obviously going to bring it up later. Oh, of course, of course. I'm going to get on that when we get to it. The Fate of the Furious. Yes. As they say. They missed a huge opportunity to have F8 of the... 
I know, right? <laughs> I was like, what the that, fuck? Why did you spell it out? That just fucking you asshole. struck me as a moment of genius. Fucking assholes. But yeah. I was I wanted to say Spider-Man, but I I couldn't in good heart know that <sighs> yeah, it was know. that one. I know. But we'll get to those later. We will. We will. In in due time. In due time. In due time. In due time. Troy, those uh, those Disney movies, those uh-huh. live action Disney movies, the remakes, the remakes, yeah, really hot, real hot, hot stuff, red hot. They might be taking a little twist on one of them, though. What Maleficent two? <laughs> no, it's it's in the same formula as Maleficent, though, oh. as they will be making a movie called Cruella. I heard about this, which will be the origin of the classic 101 Dalmatians villain Cruella Deville, mm. played. By Emma Stone. Really? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. I like that. Are they going to bring Glenn Close back as the old version? Like <laughs> she was. <laughs> That's all I remember from I... the, the trailer with her woofing and then laughing. <laughs> Don't remember that shit at all. I remember she was a pretty spot on Cruella DeVille, though. She was a real good Cruella DeVille. Well done, 101 Dalmatians live action remake. Doing it before is popular. I know, right? Shit. She was in 102 Dalmatians, too. Oh, my God. Where did that other dog come from? I don't know. (laughs) One was, like, stuck in her. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't come out for, like, another (laughs) Another year. Just cooked in there. Look. (laughs) (laughs) Cake to the side. (laughs) Sick. Ah. We have, <laughs> we have fun. We have fun. We have fun. Troy got some sequel movie title news. We got that sequel to Godzilla coming out. Yeah. And we got that sequel to Pacific Rim coming out. Now, I know what you're saying, Troy. Like, we already talked about the name of the sequel to Pacific Rim. is Pacific Rim colon Maelstrom. Ma- uh, colon 2. <laughs> The Ma- second one. Colon to the second one, Maelstrom. <laughs> right. Well, Troy. What? They gave. They looked at you guys and you were like, fuck you, we ain't calling it Maelstrom. What are they calling it? Well, I'll get to that after I get to Godzilla. Oh my god, leave me First hanging. First of all, <laughs> Godzilla sequel, Godzilla colon king of monsters. I like that title. Yep. It's a good title. Considering how King Kong is being considered king, too? Uh-uh, puppy. Shit. <laughs> Hi, puppy. <laughs> now to Pacific Rim. Oh, my God. Pacific Rim. Fighter colon, of Monsters. Fighter of Monster Worlds. No. It oh, is Pacific king Rim. King of Machines? <laughs> no. King of Monsters. <laughs> Please stop guessing. <laughs> It is Pacific Rim colon Uprising. Not as cool. Not as cool <laughs> at all. Mailstorm is way better than Uprising. Yeah, it sounds. Uprising sounds powerful. like another fucking movie. Like, I've heard. I think I've heard Uprising in way. Like, a whole bunch of other movies. Well, like, all the. Like, the the titles for movies like a couple of years ago was Rise of, Rise of, Rise yeah. of. So it's just yeah. the same shit. What a. What a piece of shit. Bring back Maelstrom. Let's do an online petition. Bring back Maelstrom. What if it's the up or the rise of the Maelstrom? (laughs) 
Maelstrom Uprising. <laughs> yeah. That would be more intense. I'd be for it. Get on it. It'd make me sweat. Pieces of shit. <laughs> Grabbing a beer. Got a beer here. You can, hear the, you can hear the crack because we got the game pulled up. Hold on, let me get yep. this shit going on. Here. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hear that gain? That's some sweet gain. <laughs> My whites have never been whiter because mm. of gain. The whitening power of Oxyclane. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, That's an inside joke. For like two weeks, every time Joel came over, I was doing laundry and I'd put Oxyclane <laughs> in it and say that every time. <laughs> <laughs> you do it so well, too. It's just not fair. It's not fair. It's just not fair. Well, if that guy ever goes the way Billy Mays, I want to take his position. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. I'm going to fight these stains with the state fighting power of OxyClean. <laughs> with the fucking power of OxyClean. <laughs> yeah, I almost said that. God. Troy. Yeah. Ever heard of Foxy Brown? Yeah. That Pam Greer. I guess it's about a woman that uh, gets revenge for the murder of her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Kind of a black exploitation type film. Yep. Well, they're gonna make a TV reboot of it. Uh, of course. Of a fucking course. On CBS. And, no, it's gonna be on Hulu. Really? And they're going to have it pl- have the titular Foxy Brown played by Megan Good. Who's Megan Good? I don't think she. Oh, she's been in stuff. Ah. I can't think of what she's been on in the top of my head, but yeah, she's around. <laughs> right. She's around. She's around. Don't worry about. Don't worry about it. Well, don't that about it. gets me more excited that it's on like a streaming platform rather than like. Yeah, they, they streaming platforms are more willing to take risks. Yeah. I yeah. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> so get so look out for that. Look out for it. Look out for it. Maybe it could be the next. Is it going to be like a ongoing or is it like a maxi series or? I don't know. I guess the Christians are gonna see how it goes, see how the cookie crumbles. Cause like Hulu could use another like miniseries kind of a thing. They only had like eleven twenty two sixty three that I could think of. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't even think of like what's like the major series on there that like like they bolster a lot. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, like Hulu. I don't think Hulu's big in terms of original stuff. I know they pick up a bunch of stuff and make like they picked up Mindy Project. Yeah, and I think they picked. For a while, they were really pushing um, Deadbeat, but I think that was... I don't know if it's even that good, but I just saw a lot of commercials for it. Yeah. About that one guy who could see ghosts or whatever, and it's like a comedy kind of a thing. Yeah. Maybe Casual? I've heard a lot about Casual. I saw the first season. Casual it was pretty good. and uh, what's that one with the fucking uh, Billy Eichner in it? Oh, uh, Difficult dip, dip, People? Yeah, Difficult People. I see a lot of shit for that all the time, too. <clears throat> yeah. Casual Season 1 was pretty good. I haven't seen Season 2 yet. I'll have to look into that. It's, like, not... It's funny, but it's not, like, always funny. It's more of, like, a drama. Yeah. So, like, it kind of caught me off guard, but I really sunk into it, and I, I liked it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I was really into You're the Worst. That it, like When I see Casual, oh, yeah. it kind of looks like a, like yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. lighter version of You're the Worst. You're the Worst is pretty good, too. Yeah. There you go. Hulu, get on it. Look it up. They need, like, a new Stranger Things or something. Yeah, something like, something that's more, like, uh, I don't know, like, dramatic or, like, mysterious. They seem to have, like, 
kind of like fall back on a lot of comedies. Yeah. They need to get that Netflix algorithm is what they need. Yeah, no shit. Find out what people really like. Motherfucker. <laughs> and just shove it down their throats. Uh, I hear I hear you there. Uh, Troy, yeah. big fan of Marco Polo on Netflix? Never saw it. Good, because it's canceled. Great. That's it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Next. Did they have two seasons of that? Yes. They had like two seasons of it, and then they had like this weird one where they like followed like a... One of the secondary characters around or some shit. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I was... I kept, like, hearing, like, people talking about, like, it's really good, just give it a shot. I was like, it, no. <laughs> I remember when the first season came out, like, a lot of people were trying to say it was the Game of Thrones killer. And I'm like, like no. get the fuck out of here. That, yeah, and I know it was, like, really up, expensive for Netflix to make, too, so I was actually surprised yeah. that uh, it got a second season. Because I don't, I don't ever... I ran into one person ever... That said it was good. <laughs> or that they even watched it to that effect. And that guy, I don't trust his opinion whatsoever. So well, good. <sighs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. He's weird anyway. He's <laughs> just talking shit about this guy. <laughs> Troy, here's a, here's a big topic. Those Golden Globe nominations. Oh, yeah. Dropping. And, uh, you know, some... you don't like to cover that shit. Heard some fancy news about it. Heard some fancy news. Well, I just... Fancy. Golden Globes are fancy. Okay. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> but, uh... That's your goddamn news. <laughs> <laughs> the big news, though, Troy, is the big winner. Everyone's talking, where's the big winner? Who got, who got the most noms? Yeah. The nods? Who got those noms? That movie, La La Land. I've been hearing a lot about... I've been hearing how, a lot about it, too. And I had no interest in seeing it, but now I'm like, I don't know, man. Well, I'm... Molly is totally into it because she loves musicals. Yeah. And I kind of want to see because it's by the same guy that directed uh, Whiplash. You see Whiplash at all? No. I saw the last scene of Whiplash. Oh, I'm like, ah, I get it. Whiplash is good, though. You need to fucking is see it? Whiplash. Yeah. All right. Like, I think it's the best role that fucking uh, J. Joan Jameson's ever done. Really? Yeah. The best one? Yeah. Like, uh... Even outside of Spider-Man? Yes. Because he nailed it. He did nail it, but in this, you're like, he is fucking intimidating as fuck. What about those State Farm commercials? <laughs> okay, maybe second best. <laughs> did you ever play Portal 2? Because he's in that too. I've heard about that. I've not, I've he's not like played it. He's like a voiceover like, scientist guy. God, he's got so many one-liners. It's yeah. great. Anyway. Well, uh, why don't we done go through some nominations? Yeah, I want to oh, yeah. hear them noms. Okay. Best Picture Drama, because, you know, Golden Globes is the weird shit where it's, right. like, drama and then comedy musical. We got Hacksaw Ridge, the uh, Mel Gibson war flick, which I heard is pretty good. Yeah, I heard it was, but I have no interest in seeing it. Yeah, I don't want to see it. <laughs> Hell or High Water, which I really want to see, actually. It's, is, that uh, the, is that a Western? Yeah, it's like a modern Western, and it's Chris Pine and, uh, fuck, what's his name? Oh, shit. Ben Foster. Oh, okay. They're like brothers at Rob Banks, and they're mm -hmm. being uh, chased by a sheriff played by Jeff Bridges. Oh, shit. I know. Sounds pretty good. I want to fucking see the shit out of it. <laughs> and I've heard it's really fucking good, too. Uh, Line, which I've n I haven't heard of. Mm -hmm. uh, Manchester by the Sea, which I heard's really good. Okay. And uh, Moonlight, which I've heard good things about, too. All right. It's like a coming-of-age story of like a kid in the projects who's like gay. 
Mm, I don't know if I heard much about that one. But it sounds good. I'm for it. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy? Uh, there's one in here that is a kind of a kind of throws you off. I'll leave that one for last. Okay. But uh, we got 20th Century Women. All right. I heard that one kind of sucks, but whatever. <laughs> Florence Foster Jenkins, La La Land, Okay. Sing Street, and Deadpool. Oh yeah, I this is <laughs> I saw this for because it's in there for comedy or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be pretty amazing if Deadpool won. Yeah, I think it'd be like the first like comic book film to win like a huge award like that. Yeah, because I think the only other time, well, this is like the Oscars, but Heath Ledger won for Best Supporting Actor, but that was like any time a comic book movie's won like really anything. Yeah, because I don't even know if they ever win like visual effects stuff. I can't even remember. Those kind of just fly under my radar. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, I can't think of really anything where the comic movies really won a lot. Yeah, except for uh, Heath Ledger. But, I mean, fucking Heath Ledger was out of this goddamn world, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? The, but every single year, the Golden Globes always has some controversy of, like, what wins in that category. Yeah. Because it's a weird category. It is very weird. It's a like, musical and yeah. comedy. Like, there's so many, like, weird... Yeah, like, why would you put a musical with comedies... Like that one year where like Chicago won it, and it's like you got all these fucking good comedies, and it's like throw Chicago in there, which is like you know it's gonna win for like best picture. Yeah. So like what the fuck? You're just totally fucking over all these good comedies. I don't know, man. It's fucked up. It's bullshit. Uh, best picture animated, Troy. Okay. Animated, you know, is a really big topic. Yeah. Got all those submissions to the Academy Awards. That's right. We got Kubo and the Two Strings. Okay. Moana, my life as a corget. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Sing, and Zootopia. Okay, Sing's not even out yet. I don't know. Well, it's coming out. Like it's pretty. It's close. out before the end of the year. Yeah. Yep. Don't. Isn't there like a cutoff? Well, the cutoff. Well, I know the cutoff for the Academy Awards is the end of the year. I don't know what the cutoff is for Golden Globes. Uh. Well, I haven't heard. Almost any nominations for the Academy Awards, so you'd think, like, the cutoff for the Golden Globes would have to be sooner, right? Yeah, I would say so. Hmm. But they don't do the they don't do the nominations for the Academy Awards until January or February? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> but hey, that's, that's, that's how it rolls. I'm skipping all the actors and stuff, because you have, like, a... Because we still have television to talk about. Oh, my. Because they have television on there. Good. Uh, best television sh- series drama. Troy. We've got The Crown. That was good. Game of Thrones. Never seen it. Stranger <laughs> Things. That's good. This Is Us. Hmm. And Westworld. Okay. Still haven't watched any more Westworld. <sighs> Gotta get into it, man. This Is Us. Is in there? Yeah, I don't know. I've heard like people starting to rave about it, and the, the, the more it goes on, that's what I heard too. I like, I've seen but it's like on Facebook of like it's our one of those things where it's like I can just see how they're fucking manipulating you just based off this first episode. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're fucking drinking the Kool Aid. I don't fucking know. Maybe. I I mean I get it. Like yeah. we both said it when we reviewed it. Yeah. Like, I get what they're doing. They're just really getting on emotional heartstrings. Guys, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Huh. 
It's so weird that, like, that one's also in there with, like, these high-concept ideas, like, Stranger Things, yeah. Game of Thrones, Westworld, This Is Us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. What? Well, I think, it, and it's, like, the one, I think it's one of the only ones that stuck around where, uh, um, oh, good, I didn't spill it. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the ones where, that, like, stuck around from, like, the new pilots. Although I've been hearing, like, Lethal Weapon is fun now. Damn it. It's like, what the fuck? Why are you fucking up on all these, on the opening episodes where they suck? So, like, the ones that we shit on, they're... Yeah, like, the ones we shit on are the ones, like, people are <laughs> raving about. Like, I love The Exorcist. I haven't heard jack shit about The Exorcist. Me neither. Everyone's, like, raving about Lethal Weapon and fucking This Is Us. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> it's bizarre, man. Maybe we're out of touch. We're getting old. We're getting old, dude. I didn't say that. I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, Troy, best television series, musical or comedy? Right. We got Atlanta. All right. I still haven't seen that. Have you... I know. I kind of want to see it. I've heard good things. Is there any service you can watch that on? <sighs> I don't know. It's on FX. <sighs> God damn it. I'm um, not going to get the fucking FX. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> Fuck you, FX. Uh, Blackish. Okay. That's pretty good. I yeah. Like every... Like, I never think about watching it, but every once in a while, Chelsea have it on. Yeah. I'm like, this is pretty funny. Yeah, I've heard good things. I heard, like, they had, like, a really powerful episode about, like, like police brutality and stuff. Oh, really? No, I haven't seen that one. But, yeah. Mozart in the Jungle, which okay. I saw, it's a it's a TV series on, on uh, Amazon, because I see that on there every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I guess it's supposed to be about, like, backstage at, like, a symphony or something like yeah. all the shit that goes on backstage at a symphony i i heard about it, it sounds super interesting i want yeah. to check it out kind of want to check <clears> it out too uh transparent which you know is always getting right like, also on amazon yep and veep of course right so there you go have you seen any of veep did i ask you this before no i think i might have tried tried to watch it but it was like super political jargon that i just didn't huh. i wasn't getting into it I always hear that it's good, but I'm just like, I, know. I never want to watch it. Maybe you just need to give it, like, the old college try or something, but mm. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, finally, Troy, best television limited series. All right. Uh, American Crime Story. All right. Or No, American Crime. Never mind. <laughs> it's because of the fucking... It's not a story. It's so, yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> they have a show called American Crime, and they have American Crime Story. Ugh. Like, get your fucking... Get your act together. Yeah, like, fucking flip a coin. Find who gets American <laughs> crime. The Dresser. I don't know what that is. The Night Manager, which I saw... I, well, I want to finish it. I saw, like, half of it, and it was really good. All right. Uh, the Night Of. Okay. And uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story. Uh-huh. Which, oh, man. Gotta get in that O.J. Simpson, bro. Did you see The Night Of? Uh... Me and Molly started it, but then, God, this is bullshit where it's like, uh, let's watch something else. And I'm like, well, I want to fucking watch it. (laughs) And then, I don't know. We just never got around to finishing it, but I totally want to finish it because I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I heard that too. Like, really good. I I, I loved, like, the first couple episodes because they definitely take the approach of, like, seeing what someone goes through when they're when they're accused of a crime and like going through all of the, all of the uh, procedurals that it takes to like go from like 
being convicted to actually going in prison to going on trial and yeah. I don't know, it was really interesting. I um when I heard about it I was like, yeah, I think I've seen stuff like that before, so I didn't really yeah, get in my headspace that I should watch this, but mm-hmm. then I heard it's just amazing, so I'm like, yeah. well shit. Especially that first episode where they show how it goes down. Where he's making all these mistakes, where you're like you fucking idiot, but then it's like <laughs> I think, but if, like if you're in that situation, you'd be like, I can't see myself doing anything different. <laughs> all right, so it's really good. Oh my, my. So those are your Golden Globe, my. big Golden Globe nominations. So yeah, check that out. Big old globes. Big old globes. <laughs> Just found out that my next thing also involves my goddamn phone. Um, <laughs> Troy, we uh, <clears throat> watched that Nine Lives. Yeah. Considered one of the worst movies of 2016. Well, we if consider not it. not all time. We consider it one of the, yeah, of all time even. <laughs> well, Time Magazine yeah. came out with their top, what they consider their top 10 worst movies. Oh. Of 2016. I'm interested in this. All right, let's pull this bitch up, see what they fucking say if it loads. While you're loading that up, I saw a funny uh, funny <laughs> picture on Twitter the other day of somebody <laughs> superimposed a picture of the guy who punched a kangaroo in the face as Time Man of the Year. <laughs> and I immediately loved it, retweeted, fucking, I loved that shit. <laughs> Did you fucking see that shit where cause I guess like time made it person of the year? Yeah. When they picked Trump and like Trump did a fucking press conference where he bitched about it. What an idiot. He won person of the year <laughs> and he's still bitching about it. Like whatever, dude. Whatever, man. I'm I'm so we're fucking done professionally. <laughs> All right, Troy, we got number 10, Independence right. Day Resurgence. Heard that was a bit of a stinker. I heard it was real shit. Real shit. Didn't even see it. Yep. I still kind of want to see it. Same, but I still don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Number nine, Suicide Squad. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Number eight, Mother's Day. That was one of the options I brought up for (laughs) us doing. Yeah. Because I heard it was awful. Uh, Number seven, Cafe Society. I heard it was like a... Woody Allen flick, but oh, I heard it's like just God. dog shit. Uh, number six, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Woo! Okay. <laughs> really glad that it beat Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, number five, Now You See Me Too. I heard that sucked. I didn't even see the first one. But... I know. Uh, number four, Zoolander Two, the one we were supposed to do. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, number three, Dirty Grandpa. Heard that's real bad. Is that the that's the one with Efron and De Niro in it, right? Yep. I always get that confused with Bad Grandpa. Yeah. No, it's Dirty Grandpa, <laughs> where Robert De Niro just plays an old guy that wants to fuck young people. Sick. It's gross. <laughs> that's real sick. Another two, number two. I forgot this one came out. The Brothers Grimsby. Oh yeah, the Sasha Baron Cohen movie. Yeah. Where and he teams up with like, uh, what's his name? Mark Strong. Yeah. So, I don't know. And number one, X-Men Apocalypse is their number one. Really? Yeah. Unless I really fucking hated it. Oh, my word. <laughs> Nine Lives isn't even on that list. It's not on there. 
I find that disheartening. I know. Come on, time. Open up your <laughs> open up your video library a little more. <laughs> Ugh. Maybe they excluded like kids movies. What they deemed kids movies. I don't fucking know. I don't know, but all of those were better than Nine Lives. <laughs> yeah. That I saw. X Men Apocalypse was better than Nine Lives, and I didn't like it that much. I'd say yeah. Yeah. Well, you hated it because of that uh, love affair between Archangel and Apocalypse. Right, it felt like it totally took me out of the movie. Yeah, because you're a homophobe. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> I love to keep trying to like put really horrible labels on you every, ep- every episode. I just dance back and forth between calling you a racist and a homophobe. Yeah, I've just grown to accept I'm a terrible human piece of garbage. Well, as long as you do that, that's yeah, fine. That's good. Troy, that Cloverfield series. Yeah. We had Cloverfield and then 10 in Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, their yeah. third one, God Particle, finally got a release date. Oh, my. Might be sooner than you think. Really? October 27th, 2017. Next I, year. I wouldn't have guessed that far out. If you said sooner than I think, I would have been like, Well, I thought it was like February? A, I thought like maybe like a year <laughs> out or something, but October 27th. It's, when it's did like, 10 Cloverfield year. Lane come out? Around the same time? I think it wasn't, like, in February, actually. Because I remember, like, it came out, like, real, like, real fucking early than expected. Because, like, they dropped the trailer for it, like, a month before it came out. Yeah. It didn't come out in February, though. Because that's a dumping ground of shit. Deadpool came out in February. Yeah, I know, but that's an exception to the rule. (laughs) So nothing can come out but Deadpool in February. That's (laughs) right! Those are the rules. I'm looking this up. I'm looking up. If it's in February, you owe me something. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Or maybe March. I think it came out in March. Oh, my God. JT, you better <laughs> fucking read them and weep when you know that this... Here we go. Look, get up. Look, get up. Look, get up. Released. Oh, March 8th. Bam! March 11th. World, or nation. Oh, well, then I'm officially wrong. <laughs> Totally not in February. <laughs> I said February or March. Good. Good for you. I know this shit, dude. Just taking a victory sip there. Oct. I haven't heard anything about the third Cloverfield movie, except that it's coming out in October. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's called God Particle. That's all I heard of about it. Cloverfield colon? God Particle? No, it's it's just called God Particle. But they're saying that it's part of the Cloverfield series. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. I you don't know, you man. You need to incorporate Cloverfield in the titling motif. I'm not judging, dude. I'm not judging until I see it. I'm judging. I'm judging just on the title. I hope they bring back John Goodman from the death. I know, I'm telling you that much. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoilers? <laughs> haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but You haven't seen 10 Clover Lane yet? Nah, not yet. Gotta check it out. There's one that just keeps falling through the cracks. Got I got it for got it on Black Friday. I should let you borrow it. Oh yeah, it's real good, really good. Uh, Troy, we're gonna be talking about that Spider-Man Homecoming later. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, we said last forgot, week we were gonna talk it. about it. Forgot to you forgot to see it. <laughs> <laughs> forgot to see the trailer. But it was out. <laughs> Plans are already coming up though for the second standalone Spider-Man film. Yep. Why wouldn't they? Because <laughs> if they finally set a release date for July 5th, 2019, day after 
Fourth of July. After celebrating our nation's birth. (laughs) Get to suck in some Spider-Man 2. Yep. Suck it in. Colon, homecoming again? Question (laughs) mark? (laughs) Homecoming reunion. (laughs) Spider-Man prom. (laughs) (laughs) Last bit of news story, I got two tidbits of Star Wars Rogue One news. Oh, no spoilers. We're starting up, we're we're ending it where where we started. Because you brought up Star Wars news. I got it, I got it. I get it. You what see, you your doing? first bit of news was Star Wars. <laughs> I get how things and work, And my JT. last bit of news is Star Wars. It's like a Star Wars sandwich. Uh, Troy, Rogue One tracking for a huge global opening weekend this weekend. Is it opening worldwide on the same day? I'm guessing. I don't Oh. I don't know. Oh, my. I'm, I'm, I don't know. They just say that for the opening weekend globally, uh-huh. it's tracking between... Two hundred and eighty million. Holy shit! To three hundred and fifty million worldwide. Holy shit! It's a big fucking opening weekend. That's a huge opening that's, weekend. That's that's on the verge of a bill right there. That's, that's gonna make bill. That's borderline bill worthy. This is gonna make bill. You think this is gonna make bill? Oh yeah, it's gonna make. It's bill. gonna make bill. It's gonna be that number four that makes bill. I think there's yeah. been three movies out that have made Bill. Yeah. Yeah, it'll make Bill. Okay. It'll we'll, make the we'll Bill see. list. <laughs> we'll see if it makes Bill. Well, I thought Batman v Superman would have made a Bill, and it didn't. Yeah. But that also sucked. Yes. But who knows what this could bring. It could be a I real stinker. Pretty, I've heard some pretty pos- pos- positive things about it. JT, I said no spoilers. <sighs> Fine. I heard it sucks, dick. <laughs> No spoilers! No I heard fake. the fucking movie sucks, dick! <laughs> <laughs> they fuck it up! They fuck, they put Jar Jar in it! Oh, I knew it. I knew that would happen. But yeah, there you go. So they got that. Dexter and Jetster. Well, we know a lot of people are going to see it, but you know who's not going to see it? Neo Nazis and the alt right. That's for that's right. That's right. Because they've been using their favorite medium, Twitter, uh-huh. to say that they are boycotting this movie because, and I quote, it is uh, brainwashing children into hating white men. Oh, cool. Fucking. God, I hate America sometimes. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Star Wars wants you to hate white men because we've we've had it bad for so long. Yeah. <laughs> we just can't catch a break, us white men. When will we ever catch a break? I know. Every day. We've been fighting for so long. I saw something uh, on Twitter today. You know when people post like four pictures and it keeps zooming in on certain things? Yeah. <clears throat> There's like a headline that said, um, Star Wars A Rogue One Story will be the first movie in the Star Wars franchise to like uh, really encapsulate the idea of war. And then it kept zooming in. on it, 
that was the headline, and then it zoomed in on Star Wars, and then it zoomed in on Wars, and then just zoomed in on War in the title. <laughs> that has been a huge motif since it was called Star Wars. I thought it was pretty clever. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. Sometimes the internet will just really tickle you. Yep, and sometimes... sometimes it'll just really let you down. <laughs> Uh, there's a bunch of fucking losers on their com- keyboard complaining how they don't, people don't appreciate them enough. Keyboard warriors. Sons of bitches. Ah! Well, Troy, before we get into those, uh, that big chunk of trailers that came out. Yeah. We got a bit. I know this bit. Got a big bit, actually. Yeah. I want to say that. I want to do that. I want to do that theme song real I'll, quick. I'll do the theme. Okay. I'll do the theme. People die, and it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. No, no, that was an appropriate. I know. I tried to make it. My... Tried to make it sound like yeah, yeah. Uh, our participant yep. in this week's... Dearly Departed. Dearly Departed. Troy lost Alan Thick. Alan Thick. Alan Thick. <laughs> At a very appropriate age of 69. Yep. <laughs> Didn't like all those people like in the beginning of the year like die at sixty nine too? I don't I don't remember. Like uh in their sixties. Lemmy though. like Lemmy I think died at sixty nine and uh Yeah, I don't know. I wanna say someone else died at sixty nine too. But Bowie? Yeah, I think it might have been Bowie. Yeah, I think Bowie died at sixty nine. Hmm. Too it's bad. A magic number this year. Everyone's dying at sixty nine. But this one was like sudden too. I heard like it just yeah. a heart attack struck him while he was playing hockey with his son. Jesus, and just like killed him right there. Fuck! Like holy shit. Yeah. Well, fucking um, uh, I've been watching Fuller House season two, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. and he's in an episode of that. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like Jesus Christ. It's crazy, man. So yeah, Alan Thick, I drink to you. Drinking Alan Thick. I wonder if uh, PFT will be doing his Alan Thick impersonation anymore. Uh, one can only hope. <clears throat> one can only hope. Memorialize the guy. Come on. So, yep, yeah, that's all I got for bits. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we should probably jump into this massive. You know it's you get the Doppler effect because it's such it's such a big you know it's done. That's it. It's so big, so big. It's a massive, massive you know it's done this week. Can only be described as Jurassic. Yeah, Hollywood took a huge trailer shit <laughs> out of nowhere. I know. <laughs> it was like okay, we got this. Like we knew we knew of a few things that were coming out. Right, and then we're just like. Psych! Boom! Apes! Boom! <laughs> you would think it was like Comic-Con this last weekend or I some know! Shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Where's all this shit coming from? Uh, you Well, I went last week, and I took all your trailers. So do you want to go first this week? And take all yours? Probably. <laughs> okay. There's one that came out today that I, maybe you didn't see, so... Oh, I saw it. Don't worry. Great. <laughs> go for it. Uh, My first one, one that you probably haven't seen... There's a movie coming on to Netflix called The OA. Oh my god. Uh looks pretty interesting about uh, I think actually I think it's a series actually on Netflix. All right. 
uh, about a woman who's been gone for like 10 years. She like disappeared when she was a child. And when she disappeared, she was blind. And they find her like 10 years later and she can see. Huh. And then like all the mysteries behind that. Like what, where was she been? Like what happened to her? Looks kind of interesting. I'm into it. Sounds good. And she can't remember where she's been either. Oh so my it's God. like the mystery might be unravel. Might be the new Stranger Things on Netflix. Uh, so until Stranger Things two. Until Stranger Things, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, right, Troy. <clears throat> well, uh, you know what? I'm not gonna not gonna waste any more time. I'm gonna jump right into the big one, the big Boom. trailer of this week, the one everyone's talking about. That's right, Baywatch came out. <laughs> That's this right. week. Huge, huge trailer. For huge, it. huge trailer for Baywatch. Yeah. Um, I don't care. <laughs> you know what? It didn't look good to me. It doesn't look any good, but it looks kind of fun. Yeah. And I can't... Like, it doesn't look good. No. And I can't see seeing this in the theater. No. I heard it's by the same guys that did The Hangover. <sighs> They're and... like one-trick ponies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, The Hangover was good. But have you seen, like, any of those Hangover sequels? I saw two. It's exactly the same movie. Yeah. Don't see three. I have not seen Because three. it's not like the first two. It's worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Which one is three? The one... What do they do in three? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, and I fucking <laughs> saw the fucking thing. Because two, they go to Bangkok or whatever. Yeah. In three, do they go anywhere? Three, they just try and make up a completely new plot that involves, like, Chang being a badass. Oh, my God. He's my and, least like, favorite character. Yeah, like, he's the most prevalent character in the third one. Fuck that. It's awful. This is making me wa- not want to see Baywatch at all. It's the biggest piece of dog shit. Hangover 3 is the worst fucking movie ever. Well, not ever, but it sucks. Terrible. Man. But The Rock's in it. I know. He can be charming. He can be very charming. Even yeah. in like real shitty movies, he can he can kind of lay that charm on you where you're like, I guess it's not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> but I don't know. And Zac Efron was pretty good in Neighbors 2. Yeah. I'm I'm turning around on Zac Efron. Yeah. I used to think he was a cold, soulless Disney clone. No, like he, <laughs> and now he can... he's like I think he's actually pretty eh, he's good yeah in some things he can be funny yeah like that guy where it's like he looks like a dumb jock if you don't talk to him and then when you do talk to him it's like yeah i guess you're pretty cool yeah (laughs) it's kind of how i felt about um uh gi joe for a while what was his name oh um oh fuck magic mike yeah gambit (laughs) uh Whatever his name is. Everyone's just going to yell at us right now. Channing Tatum. There you go. That's kind of how I felt about... Let me start that over. It's kind of how I felt about him. Like, I thought he was just, like, a cardboard cutout. Oh, yeah. And then the more stuff he's in, I'm like, I'm growing... He's growing on me a bit. Yeah, Channing Tatum's really grown on me, actually. He's been pretty good lately. Now I look forward to seeing him and stuff. I know. I'm I'm a big fan of his. Shit. So... Bring it on, Zach Effie. Maybe Baywatch might be... Come on, Zach Effie. (laughs) Tell me to never say that again. All right. <clears throat> Please. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Baywatch. And Baywatch. Baywatch. Love it. Uh, 
Troy, of course. They could have saved that by put, playing the Baywatch Nights theme. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Remember Baywatch Nights? Lay it on me. What, how does it go? <sighs> I'll have to look it up because just the theme alone is, is just something <laughs> magical. So. Oh, while you're doing that, Troy, we'll jump into your into your baby. Good. Your the love of your life outside of your wife. <laughs> right. Spider Man Homecoming. Oh yeah, babe. Dropping that sweet ass trailer. Like I've heard a few mixed reviews about this trailer actually. Really? Like mostly positive, but I've heard some people complain that it doesn't look like a full fledged Spider Man movie. What are your thoughts on it? Because there is a, a lot of Tony Stark in it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be a big, huge part of the movie, though. I think they're using that to, like, bridge over maybe some people. I don't know why they would need to do that, though. Yeah. But, uh, but then again, RDJ comes with, like, a big paycheck. So I don't know why he wouldn't be in more of the movie. If they're going to spend that much money on him. They better be in a chunk of the movie. I can kind of see it being one of those things where it's like, uh, he's really prevalent in the movie, but then in the end, uh, like, Spider-Man is the one that comes out on top and saves the day. Like, yeah, like he's, like, he's kind of underestimated until the end when he shows his true potential or something. Yeah, I think that one shot where it shows, like, Iron Man and Spider-Man swinging... It's like the end of the trailer. I think that's yeah. also going to be around the end of the movie. Okay. But I really think Tony Stark will only be, like, maybe in the beginning of the movie. Like, maybe, like, prevalent throughout the first half. Yeah. But then it's going to be, like, Tom Holland's, like, show. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I can see him, like... Because I think it takes place, like, right after Civil War. Yeah. And then I can see, like, Tony Stark kind of being around then and kind of seeing, like, maybe how he gets his suit. Because there's, like, a few different shots in it where he's wearing different outfits. Yeah. Spider-Man outfits, rather. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. And maybe he'll have more flirtatious stuff with Aunt May. Which I heard some some people call her Aunt Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Other things. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. But, uh... I heard, I heard a theory about it where, like, the reason Marvel is making uh, Tony Stark so prevalent in the first Spider-Man is because this is, like, Marvel's way of, like, taking uh, Spider-Man from Sony and, like, pretty much, like, marking their territory. Oh, really? Like, being, like... Yeah, I could... Like, just taking Spider-Man and pissing all over him, like, this is Marvel's now, motherfucker. <laughs> it's well... a Spider-Man movie, but it's a Marvel <laughs> fucking movie, bitch. <laughs> That's a power play right there. Yeah. But otherwise, I really I really like this movie. Yeah, I like it too. Like, it seems... I think it looks better than the previous Spider-Mans because it looks a lot more fun and more colorful, especially mm-hmm. especially those remakes they made, like the... Uh, um, the Andrew Webb-directed yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah. It looks a lot Andrew more Garfield. fun than those for sure. Or the Mark Webb-directed ones. Yeah. Yeah, I I really liked Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. Yeah, I, I thought he did a really good job. But I, Tom Holland's nailing it from what I've seen so far. Oh yeah, for sure. And I like that he's younger, and uh, they're taking actually a lot from what I've noticed from the Ultimate books. Yeah, because even his friend that like drops the Lego thing when he finds like out that his friend is Spider Man. Yeah, is like directly from Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, but as when Miles Morales is Spider Man. Like, Miles Morales has a best friend called uh, Genki. Yeah. But in this, I guess that guy's name is called Ned. 
Well, hey. Draw some inspiration, I guess. I guess. But that... that I heard some people say that that sucks, because if there ever is a Miles Morales, then they would be doing the exact same thing that the Peter... The white Spider-Man did, and they'd have, like, a nerdy, fat, ethnic best friend. Maybe they'll do, like, a... They'll pull a uh, Fear and Loathing and make him the exact opposite of his best friend. Maybe. But anyway, it looks good. I am way on board, and, like... I thought the vulture would suck, but I think he looks pretty badass, and yeah. Keaton looks like he's pretty. Oh yeah, Keaton looks pretty. It. Yeah, Keaton looks pretty uh, um, intimidating in it. Yeah. I also heard a funny thing where it's Birdman playing a Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I actually really like the look of the vulture because yeah. it's not just another wingsuit like Falcon has. Yeah. It's like uh, some other different tech. And even, yeah. like, the furry collar of the bomber jacket, like, kind of mimics, like, a vulture's collar. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, I like the yeah. flight helmet that it actually, like a mm-hmm. like a fighter jet, like, helmet and yeah. shit. Yeah, It looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's practical. All, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully it's good. Yeah, we'll see. I heard, actually, I heard there's an international trailer out where they show Bokeem Woodbine as a shocker in mm-hmm. it. I haven't seen it yeah. yet, but... I just saw stills from it. It shows... Him as Shocker, but also shows another guy with uh, Donald Glover standing next to him using, like, the same kind of Shocker tech. And he's even, like, got a coat on with a yellow quilted, like, sleeve and a red body to it. No shit. I'm like, is Shocker just, like, a gang, maybe? I don't know. I don't know, man. Time will tell. Lots of interesting stuff going on here. Yes, but I am excited for the Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man is my favorite character of all time. Oh, of course. course. Also, I found the Baywatch Nights intro. Here it is. Give it to us. If it will play. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. It seemed like so, like a fucking weird western. <laughs> In the city of angels, <laughs> oh man! Jesus. Anyway, it goes on like that, and it's just amazing. It's where like David Hasselhoff is like a lifeguard by day. And like, <laughs> like a fucking private detective by night or some shit like of that. Of course, he's fucking Hasselhoff. Jesus yeah, Christ. It's it's amazing. Right on. Well, Troy, next one. We gotta talk about that Fate of the Furious. Yes. The most exciting film that came out with a trailer this week. Mm-hmm. Most watched. Most watched. What do you think, Troy? What do you think? Fucking uh, Vin Diesel turn his back on his family. Jason Statham also in it. Oh, Has he been in the other ones? Yeah, he was the main villain in the last one, I guess. Ah, well, didn't see it. Char- Charlize Theron. Oh yeah, in it. Yep, got old Furiosa in there. That's right. Um, you know what? Like, I am not. I've never seen any of these movies at all. Yeah. And after I watched this trailer, I was like, I kind of want to see that one. <laughs> I know. I, kinda I wanna, have no idea why. We need to do like a catch up for Fast and Furious. Oh, we should. Because 
they're getting insane. I kind of want to see them. Yeah. I'm into that idea, but I, at, there's going to be a point, and I mean that by one, two, and three, where they're going to be hard to watch, I think. Yeah, like, I've heard Tokyo Drift is just absolute dog shit. Yeah. And, like, I remember seeing the first one when it came out, and I remember not being anything special, and I think two kind of sucked. And uh, I don't think four was that great. I think once they get to five is when they start going batshit crazy. I thought four was the first one with the rock in it. No, five is the first one with the rock. The f- fourth one is like fast and furious where it's just like. Is that the one where they turn kind of everything on its head though and kind of go in a different direction? Yeah, it's where they bring back they bring back Vin Diesel and then they do like the thing where like Michelle Rodriguez, I guess, quote unquote, dies and then they do something or whatever. Mm. But I don't think the rock comes in until five. Okay. When they bring the rock in is where it just goes absolutely insane. Where they're like stealing a bank vault and driving it down a fucking busy street. Supposedly not killing people. <laughs> maybe we should do maybe we should try to do that. But I don't want to do like two months of Fast and Furious I know, movies. I know. Just do like a month of Fast and Furious and do like two movies. Two per movies episode. per episode. Alright. I can see that. If we remember to do it. Like the month before Fast 8 comes out. Or like right when Fast oh, 8 comes out. Yeah. Oh my god. That's going to be a lot of fucking driving. <laughs> and shit. Uh, anyway. <laughs> god. I'm already choking on that idea. I know. Because there's going to be some real bad ones in there before they get to like the crazy shit. But anyway. Yeah, I saw this one and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. For whatever reason, I'm I'm into it. I'm it, buying into it. It looks insane. <laughs> I was like, when that wrecking ball came in and like everybody, all the family dodged they just it, fucking drove off in like their choreographed positions, yeah. and then just smashed out a whole fucking fleet of dudes. I did like a mini fist pump when that <laughs> happened. Fuck like, yeah! Yeah! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I want to fuck right now. <laughs> I was, I don't know. I I don't know what, it. it's just struck me as something. I was like, this looks like it's right up my alley for some reason. No idea. No, <laughs> out of nowhere. Anyway, that's all I gotta say. But looks- I, I was having a blast on Twitter, because I guess they have a fucking hashtag where it's like, family ends or something like that oh yeah i saw but that, that. Uh, but like <laughs> it's like a hashtag where it's like family ends but then they have like a car that appears at the end of it where yeah. i'm like imagine like when people are like actually tweeting about like a family member dying <laughs> and it's like end of end of family but they they try and hashtag it a fucking muscle car shows up behind the fucking hashtag <laughs> It's like a pretty odd thing to tweet anyway. I know. And to hashtag it. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, oh, my grandpa's dead. Hashtag end of family. And then it's like a fucking got a muscle sweet car. car. It's like, oh, he did like, he didn't like muscle cars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Babe. There you go. Fate of the Furious. Maybe, maybe we'll get around to it. Maybe. Quite. Uh, maybe I'll just go into a blind. Not knowing oh any my backstory. God. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Next one, Troy. Yeah. War for the Planet of the Apes. Yes. This is probably the one I'm most excited about. Because it looks fucking ridiculous. It looks stellar. Yeah. And you got fucking Woody Harrelson playing a grizzled ass fucking... Yeah. 
like war vet looking dude. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. Jesus Christ. Like he's shaving his head with a fucking knife. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Looks like such a badass. I am really stoked about another Planet of the Apes movie, yeah. which I would never guess that I would have ever said until these movies started coming out. And if this movie nails it, it'll be like the best re- well-rounded trilogy to come out in a while. Oh, I know. That doesn't just botch the ending. Like, yeah. I would thought like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies would have been like a really great trilogy, but Rise has kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but like if War for the Planet of the Apes like just kills it, like this is going to be an amazing trilogy. Yeah. And they got fucking their protagonist is an is a completely CG'd ape. Yeah. And like fuck, man. Like it's almost Half the cast is CG. I know. <laughs> like it almost kind of pisses me off that fucking um uh shit. What's his name? The guy that's gonna that guy that plays Caesar. Andy Circus? Yeah. Like it pisses me off that he's not getting like nominated for something for this. Yeah. Like everyone's just always like, oh well he's animated. It's like but that takes that takes a lot of acting. Like to get like yeah. the facial expression and the mannerisms of an ape. Yeah. But like also still make him human. Like right. that takes a lot of fucking skill. Yeah, yeah. And th- this movie just looks like there's no reason that shitty CG should exist. Yeah. Like, this movie looks awesome. Yeah. Amazing! Like, that fucking orangutan looks crazy good. Oh, I know. God. I mean, see, like, you can take a little bit of liberties with Caesar, because they do make him a little, little more human, because they, people want, you need to sympathize with him a little bit more. Yeah. And he has a reason to be able to, like, stand fully upright and all that shit. Yeah. Like, he was the first one exposed to it. Yeah. But, like, it... I can't even go on about how amazing this looks. Yeah. Like, it's... It's great. And that one shot where... uh, Maybe it wasn't a shot. Maybe it was just, like, the teaser trailer thing. Where, like, just snow is falling on him, and then it makes the silhouette of fucking Caesar. Yeah. Did you see that shit? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm pumped as fuck for this, for sure. And it totally looks like there's, uh, like, ape fighting against ape and human fighting against human, too. Because yeah. at one point, there's, like, a gorilla by a minigun next to some soldiers fighting <laughs> with them. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what's going on there. And I th- thought I saw some more shots of, like, <clears throat> um, well, the same shit, but from the other side, like, like, uh, apes coming up with, like, bows and arrows and, like, soldiers putting guns up and shit, like, right next to them. Shit. I don't know, man. Looks good. I don't, I'm I'm super pumped for this. I cannot wait. Amazing. Yeah. Super pumped. Uh, last trailer I got, Troy. Mm-hmm. One that just came out today. Yes. The Christopher Nolan War film. Yes. Dunkirk. Yes. Finally coming out. Right. Uh... It looks like a regular war movie to me. It just looks like a bunch of dudes getting butt-fucked by planes on a fucking beach. <laughs> like, just getting fucking railed by these goddamn planes on this beach. Yeah. I I think it looks visually pretty stunning. Yeah. Like, it is bleak. Um, the way Christopher Nolan kind of shoots things in that really high contrast but really muted color palette really yeah. works for this yeah um 
they're like some of the images are pretty like like jarring yeah <laughs> i thought like because it like it shows like the terribleness of like war yeah like that one guy who just stands up and just walks into the walks ocean the ocean to die and i'm like, like holy shit <laughs> like i don't know really what to still make of this movie because yeah. i don't know much about dunkirk or anything no i don't either um but i i'm like really interested to see see this movie yeah and i never thought i I never thought I would be because it's just like it's not fantastical or yeah. whatever. It's just yeah. like a, almost like Saving Private Ryan. There's that one scene where like that guy gets on the boat or uh, fucking um, Killian Murphy. Yeah, I, who's in it? Who gets on that boat and he's like, "Where are you taking me?" He's like, "Oh, we're taking you back. We just got a war to win." And he's like, "Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like, go back. I can't, yeah, like, I can't get out of this motherfucking hellhole. <laughs> I'm stuck here." Yeah, but Killian Murphy's his good luck charm. He's like all of Christopher Nolan's movies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and he's um, good. Got Tom Hardy in there, too, his other good luck charm. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. I'm stoked. Yep. Harry Styles in it from uh, One Direction. Really? Yeah. I guess he like got cast for like a pretty big role in it. Shit. <laughs> did not know that. Yeah. Well, that blows my mind, JT. You did it. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Mind well, that's, blown. That's all my trailer story. You got any more? I have no more. Okay. You took all of them. <laughs> okay. So that's that does it for, you know, it's done our big <laughs> edition. Right. Which leaves us to a classic. Classic film. We're over oh, close to the top of the hour, too. Holy smokes. I know, right? Look at that. People set your watches. Only set appropriate. Set your watches to this one. Only appropriate that... We get close to the top yard with this one because it is a classic. An absolute classic. Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yes. Got my notes in my phone for this one. Okay, Troy. Took Play, some notes. Put some knowledge on us here. Well, I don't have any. I just have notes of things when I was watching the movie. It was all. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I looked up a few facts about it. And uh, even though. It's considered like, like a classic film. Yes. Like it got some pretty mixed reviews when it first came out. Yeah, I saw that too. I was looking up on like, IMDb trivia yeah. and stuff like that. I guess like when it first came out, like almost like 300 people walked out. Right. Opening night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and then uh, I guess like it was doing so poorly in the theaters that they were going to pull it. But uh, the theater owners wanted to keep it in because I guess... Younger people yeah, young were getting high on yeah. psychedelic drugs and watching the last 20 minutes of this movie, which it's very, <laughs> they would, very psychedelic. They would trip balls. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I just want to start off the top with my overall feeling of the movie. Okay. Lay it on me, Troy. This movie is one of the most... Visually and artistically well-articulated movies that was a bore to get through. (laughs) (laughs) Like, visually and aesthetically, this movie is gorgeous. Yeah. This movie came out in 1968. Yeah. This was before we landed on the moon. Mm -hmm. America landed on the moon. Yeah. And, like... 
I feel like they really nailed the space aesthetic down. Yeah. And all the spaceships and all the spacecraft are super well articulated and well detailed. Mm -hmm. Really well thought out. This movie is beautiful looking. But it is two and a half hours long. And it is a chore to get through. A a real chore. There are very many scenes (laughs) (laughs) that just linger and nothing is happening. And you'll just sit there waiting for anything to happen. That's a lot of the movie. A lot. A lot of the movie, JT. Mm -hmm. I looked up there uh, out of a two and a half hour long movie. 88 minutes of it have no dialogue. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. That's that's a movie in and of itself. <laughs> like, you could take... That was as long as Nine Lives. You could take... Oh, yes! <laughs> that for was a minute long, longer than Nine as, Lives. For as long as Nine Lives was, <laughs> there's no dialogue. No one's talking. In fact, I have a thing on that. The first spoken word in this movie is 25 minutes and 45 seconds into it. Yes. And the last 23 minutes of the movie has no spoken dialogue either. Yes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. In fact, the first... Uh, you don't see the first human being until the first 22 minutes into the movie. Yes, because this movie starts with just a bunch of... Uh, what What are they? They look like monkeys, but they're, like, supposed to be, like, um, they're, like, the... Astrolopithecus or something yes, like that? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. yeah, something like that. And, uh, yeah, like, this movie... Man. The minute this movie started <laughs> and they had an introductory overture, yep, I, had, I let out an audible, <laughs> fuck you, Troy. <laughs> Okay, because I also said that exact same thing. <laughs> Fuck you, Troy. When I... You start the movie... Because I... Did you watch this on Amazon Prime? Yes. I did too. And I don't know if there's different cuts in the movie, but the first five minutes of the movie is just an overture over a black screen. Yes. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't know what I've done. Oh, God. <laughs> like... As much respect as I have for Stanley Kubrick for making this film, because it is it is gorgeous, I will give you that. Yeah. He is so up his own fucking ass. <laughs> this entire fucking movie. Yeah. It's like watching someone jerk off for two and a half hours. Yeah. Because it is just... He has no fucking... He doesn't care about the people watching this. He's like, look how deep I am. Look how cool my visuals are. Continue to watch them. Look how fucking cool I am. Yeah. That's the whole fucking movie. God, the, uh, the, and this movie has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I think it's like it's 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, I think. Somewhere around there. But, uh... The... I, I, I can't see it. I, I can't yeah. see how... I can see how this film can be influential aesthetically. Yeah. But as a, as a film, I, I don't think it 
it works. I see why like 300 people walked out of it on opening <laughs> night. Like it is boring and as fuck. Yeah. I could not I told you this when I showed up. Like I got This is the first time that I had to restart the first hour of a movie <laughs> four separate occasions. <laughs> yeah. Like I think I I tried to watch this like the day, like a couple days after we had our last show. And I had to keep going back. I even got to the point where it's like, well, I'm definitely not going to be able to watch this from the beginning. <laughs> so I just started leading, leaving off to where I left off. And then by today, I still wasn't an hour in. <laughs> I started it last night thinking I would get through it. And I guess I didn't realize it was two and a half hours long. But uh, I did not. I got about 50 minutes into it and fell asleep. On four separate occasions, I kept going Damn. back to it. And then realizing, I just can't watch this right now. <laughs> I even told my last time, I was like, I had to turn it off so I could restore faith in the... In, cinema. In cinema in general. <laughs> because I could not... Like, if I went to bed thinking that this was cinema, I would lose all faith in it. Because there's no... There's no... There's no story to latch to. It's all just... Fucking... It's kind of three separate stories. It is, but it's like... It's like a story you could tell in five minutes. Except for the last. The last one is more concrete and has more more depth to it. But those first two... Yeah, I really feel like I didn't really get into the movie until after the intermission. That's right, there's an intermission in this movie. There's an intermission where, (laughs) guess what? They have another five-minute overture. (laughs) But that was a common thread of movies back then if they had a lengthy... Not in the 60s? Yeah, in the 60s, yeah. Really? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Because even on, like, okay, one one of my favorite movies is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and that has an intermission. Okay. But Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is like, what, like three and a half hours long or something, isn't it? No, it's not that long. It's long. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World. Because Mad, Mad, Mad World is super fucking long. Does it have an overture? <laughs> I, I bet. I've never seen Mad, Mad, Mad World. How many Mads? Is it four? Three? Doesn't matter. I don't know. Never seen it, though. But Chitty Chitty Bang Bang does. And it's got a very exciting overture, though. Okay, I good. like the I it's like not the music. Mm-hmm. No, but what did you think of uh, what did you think of the scoring of this movie? Because it's not done with an okay. I'm gonna say it's not scored with an orchestra. Yeah, but there's orchestral music in it. It's mm-hmm. it's like popular orchestral themes, like the Zarathustra. It's the one I used at my wedding. It's Ric Flair's theme song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that one. Um, the one where Homer goes to space and eats potato chips. <laughs> da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. There's that. And there's like one other big popular theme that I can't think of right now. What do you think about those? I thought they were bold choices. Yeah. And I liked it for that. I wouldn't like a movie right now would never have those no. as what they were no. doing because they were doing really trivial things. Yeah. And these big grand operatic themes yeah. would be playing almost to like cover up of how slow the movie is well, moving. Like I, like I've read like Kubrick sees this as like the quintessential sci-fi movie of the time. Right. Like that's what he wanted to do. Like he wanted to make 
He wanted this to be like the end all be all science fiction movie. Right. And I feel like his his music choices like like personify that where it's like everything has to be big and grandiose even when yeah. they're doing the smallest of things. Right. Yeah. And I liked every time they played the themes, they played the entire theme. Yeah. <laughs> they never did a snippet. If it started, you're hearing the whole fucking thing. And I think- Pretty much, like, everything in this movie. Like, yeah. if they have to go, if they have to walk to the other end of the spaceship to go take a shit- You're gonna see the You're going to trip. follow them all the way there, <laughs> and follow them all the way back to what they were doing. That, if- Oh my god, that was one of my hugest pet peeves in the movie. Yeah. Like, they never just cut. People get it. Yeah. They know they're going to point we know what's you don't going need to, to happen. see the trip. Yeah. If they did that, this movie would be an hour and a half long. It would. <laughs> it really would. It really would. Like, I, I'm not even exaggerating. They would cut. Well, you could cut an hour out of this movie by just cutting out the filler. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's used to a decent effect of tension. Maybe in the after the intermission, uh, I'm maybe even then. If I feel like, like they use it way too much, there's a like the whole um, Australopithecus scene. Yeah, um, is like 25 minutes long. Did not need to be 25 not, minutes no, long. It could no. have been five minutes. Yeah, there you go. 20 minutes right there. Exactly the whole like section of the movie where they're just going to the moon could have been cut completely <laughs> it really could have been because all it needed to do is say like you know no it could have been cut completely yeah because they reference it in the third part of the movie where it's like oh there was a big uh what a monolith that showed up on yeah. the lunar surface that told us to go to jupiter that's what they're doing in the third chunk of the movie yeah is going to jupiter yeah and they say that Word for word. Yeah. In the third part of the movie. They could have cut the second part out. But that second part is so fucking meandering and bullshit. Like, you're just following a guy going to a spaceship to gather a team to go to the moon to take a picture in front of a monolith. Yeah. And then it makes a screeching sound. They hold their ears. That's it! Yeah. Nobody carries over. From That's that it? scene. Nobody. That's the fucking thing. <laughs> I was actually confused that I thought I, that the guy from the moon part was on the Jupiter mission. He's not. No. <laughs> He's not. No. <sighs> like the minute you feel like, okay, this is going to pay off all this shit that I sat through watching a fucking spaceship trying to land for fucking what's felt like an hour and a half. Uh-huh. This is going to pay off. Screeching sound. They hold their ears. Black. <laughs> I fucking... God. And then there was a... There's a scene where, like, the guy you're following walks in and does, like, a small conference for these guys having a meeting. And it was, like... All it was was, like, okay, guys, remember to not tell your loved ones about this thing. Okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. Why did I sit through that? <laughs> and that was, like... It was a five-minute-long speech, too. Yeah. Why did I sit through that? And then they're like they're on the spaceship going to the moon. They're like, "Hey, really good speech you had." You didn't say shit. <laughs> and for them to, oh my god, like, for them just to get into the spaceship and land on the moon and get out took for goddamn ever. Yeah, because all you really see is like 
half a window and a computer screen that's just continually locking on to like a target. <laughs> it's like for maybe five minutes, which is a long time. Yeah. And I'm not like five minutes is not an exaggeration. No, there's I don't think there's a if there is a score, it's like monks moaning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 like for five minutes. Yeah. While like a computer goes beep, beep, yeah. beep for legitimately five minutes. Yeah. That is a lot of this movie. Mm-hmm. It is. It is that. Going into this, I knew a movie from um, this many years ago would be slower paced. That's yeah. movies over time has obviously gotten faster paced to yeah. keep audiences interested. Audiences interested. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea that when I heard that this movie is slow, that it was. There's parts this... where I don't think there's any pace. They just stop no. altogether. <laughs> yeah. They just stand still and stare at you. Yep. Like, we're just going to take a break right now while you're watching us, watching you. <laughs> it, it is something else, man. Fucking... Let's see if there's got any other notes here. Like, it pissed me off. Like, it legit felt like Stanley Kubrick was just like, I'm a genius. Like, I, I can I can, I can, can make them do nothing and I would be, I'm still a genius. <clears throat> yeah. I saw, like, a quote, um, I think, not from Stanley Kubrick, but, uh. The guy who wrote the book, I can't remember, Arthur C. Clarke or something? Yeah, something like that, I think, isn't it? Um, said, like, if you're not supposed to understand the movie, because if you do, then we didn't do our job or something. You're not like, you're like, you're not supposed to stand, understand everything. Yeah. Like, if you don't, if you understand everything, then we, then we didn't do our job or something. See <laughs> Danger giving an audible fart and a thumbs down. Yeah, it was a mouth fart. In fact, one of my favorite quotes from Sea Danger happened after this movie, where she said, hit me in the brainstem with a candelabra. Of course. <laughs> Never have I heard such a specific type of death want to be called out. <laughs> yeah. She thought, this movie wasted so much time that she was able to think that through <laughs> and know exactly what specific piece... <laughs> Of candle holding equipment she wanted to be hit with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the brainstem. On the brainstem. Uh, she wanted to be smacked on the head with Lumiere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joel, you got anything else about this movie? Yeah. I. It made me so fucking tired to watch. It really did. Because I had tried watching the first. I tried watching the last hour before I came over here. And I was, like, legitimately getting tired. Like, I'm like, I kind of want to take a nap right now. Because <laughs> it is so... It's like fucking trudging through a swamp to watch all this shit. Yeah. It's so fucking... Just wastes so much fucking time. Like, I, I'll give it credit when they get to... The, when they finally get to the Jupiter mission. Mm-hmm. It starts livening up a little bit more, but still, there's That's... like, there's times in there where they, they build tension and then they kill it by doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never cared so much about, like, a character being saved and then ultimately just not caring what happens to him 
because they wasted <laughs> so much fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They killed the tension. Like, yeah. Oh my god. And I wouldn't even say like they killed the tension at the drop of a hat. Like they, they didn't stab the tension; they slowly suffocated it <laughs> until they made sure it was dead. And then they were like, "Okay, let's just play it out." Everyone doesn't care, but we'll still play it out. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> but like, there's like, like, and it pisses me off because there's so many things in here that I like too. I know. It's just that it's so fucking they. It's like it, this movie's so far up its own ass. It doesn't know what to fucking. Yeah, especially focus the ending. On. Like, if. Okay, I didn't think the movie was so far up its own ass until the actual ending. Where they, like. I don't know what they. <laughs> what they think the ending means. The ending was like when the drugs kicked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a real solid 1960s <laughs> flick. But, yeah. like. I, that's when I thought it was, like, up its own ass. Yeah. Because the ending is super bizarre. Like, I almost think, like, well, I said it to you while we were watching the end of it when you were here, that it kind of feels like the ending to Interstellar a little bit. Yeah. To a point. Yeah. (laughs) Because I said that and you're like, just wait. Yeah. And it, because it kind of, like, there's a an astronaut going through some anomaly in space Mm -hmm. starts tripping out and like seeing all this goofy shit. Yeah. And then comes upon like, uh, I don't even know, like a stationary reality. And then that's where it definitely diverges where like interstellar, he was in a fucking quadrahedron (laughs) bookcase. Yeah. Giving, like, past fucking him and daughter messages. Yeah. And in this, he walks out as a more elderly version of him in his astronaut suit in, like, a very ornate bedroom. It looks like if, if like, a coliseum in Rome fucked Studio 54. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. Like an old Victorian furniture in like, like a, a disco 60s dance, dance floor. Club. Yeah, like a, a disco dance floor. And uh, he ends up looking at an, a more elderly version of himself eating like dinner at a table. Yeah. Who turns and looks at a more elderly version of himself laying in bed. Who turns to look at a monolith that you've yeah. seen a few times during this movie. Yeah. Which then <laughs> the monolith turns to see that he is now a fetus. <laughs> a floating fetus. A space baby. Yeah. And then Ric Flair's music plays. And then you see an enormous And then you see space, space baby. Yeah. <laughs> Floating over Earth, just staring. The end. End credits. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked up, man. And that's after all, like, maybe another five minutes of, like, just psychedelic imagery. Yeah. Yeah. Where if you were on, like, shrooms or acid or whatever, it'd be fucking tripping balls. And, and, like, all that stuff, like, like, if you want to make, like, an artistic flick like that, like, by all means... 
Like, if you want to make it super trippy at the end, go for it. But the thing that I cannot forgive is making it so hard to watch that it, it completely defeats the purpose of, if you're trying to get a message out there, then you're fucking, you're driving people away by doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what makes him up his own ass. Like, if he, if he has, like, that, if he has, like, a, like, a out there message where, like, it, it needs some interpretation, like, I can get behind that. But that's not the problem with it. The problem is that he draws everything out to such an extent where it loses, like, whatever he's trying to say. Yeah, I, it's, like, all surface level. Like, I think this would be, like, cool looking. Yeah. Is what I think. But I don't think there's any deeper meaning. The only way I could see that this was like a deeper meaning ending is if I'm really digging. And I tried. Yeah. And like, because those monoliths, I guess, are to spur human evolution. Yeah. That's why the Australopithecus, like after they saw it, they learned how to use tools. And you kind of see that. And so... But then I don't get the only they see the monolith again on the moon on that moon section. And I don't know what it really spurs there other than just it send a signal out towards Jupiter. Yeah. And they need to send them people out towards Jupiter. So it's more like a relay than that. But if the if this fucking acid trip of an end, if it spurs evolution there, just maybe it turn him into like a god or something like i don't know the, that's like, the only thing i'm trying to connect here the only like how i interpreted this entire movie was okay there's the astropithecus stuff was like they were beings that were that could only uh that could only function to an extent like right. they could only satisfy their own uh animalistic yeah. needs. Yeah, like yeah, whatever yeah. they could do with their own hands is what they can do. Like they cannot they cannot uh their brain cannot decipher anything outside of just using their hands to do stuff. Right. And then this monolith comes and gives them the ability to use tools. Right. Which tools are another extent of evolving into what will be spaceships. Right. So cuz they do that whole thing where like he's got the fucking bone or whatever and he's like beating this fucking other astropithecus fucker to death. Right. And then he throws it in the air, and then when he throws it in the air, like, it looks, like, a little bit, like, it turns into a spaceship, and then they go, like, further into the future. Like, that was their extent of saying that this is what leads them to being able to build spaceships and journey into space. Right. So, they find that monolith or whatever, and they find the one on the moon that points them towards Jupiter... So the one on the Earth was to give them the, was to give them the ability to journey into space. The one on the Moon was to give them the directions, okay, to lead them to the last monolith on Jupiter, which ultimately they were able to use to capture the last dude, and then evolve him into a being that they can conquer Earth with, okay, because they can't do it on their own because they're just a bunch of fucking monoliths. They don't have any. Any means of like conquering Earth or by any me- or anything. Yeah. So you th- are so you are you saying like the monoliths are sentient, or are they just extraterrestrial technology? I'm 
Because I took them as technology. Yeah, they're either they either are beings themselves, or they were technology of an extinct race that were meant to take over the world, mm. and that race is gone. But they're still operating. They're still operating like how they were programmed, kind of like how Hal was. Like I think Hal is in extent is kind of a foreshadowing of what the monoliths are. That's what I thought too. I actually thought that it would. Um that Hal, as you see him in the spaceship, is like a black rectangle with a, a red circle. Yeah, like, and there's a there's a scene on the moon where like the uh, you see the flare from the from the lights, and it kind of makes it look like there's a red circle on the monolith. Okay, I missed that. But or I was, like the monoliths are this alien race's AI, and they're still operating even after the race is completely gone. Right. I was actually hoping that there was like a reveal kind because of, you. Um, during like the the caveman astrolopithecus scene, you never really you see the monolith, but you never see like one side of it completely. And yeah. same with the moon, that never really pans up, and you never see like one side of it. So I was hoping like at, at the reveal of like the end when you see it again, it would have like a red eye kind of on it, like yeah. Hal from the thing, but it, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole monolith thing was kind of ruined when Chelsea said it looked like a mattress floating in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally does. <laughs> but see, I can get behind whatever he's trying to say with it, but it's just that all the stuff in between wastes so much fucking time. Yeah. Where it's, you need to have so much fucking patience to try and get to that point. Like, right. when, especially when they have Hal turning on the crew members like I started getting into it more. I was like, "All right, they're finally picking shit up," and then, but then they get to the scene where, uh, like he fucking chucks that dude <laughs> with the fucking um, with one of those rovers or whatever. Yeah. And then the dude takes for fucking ever. Yeah. To get him back, <laughs> dude. That guy. Like he had takes to be his like sweet a light fucking, year away. He takes his sweet fucking time to fucking put on his suit. Like he walk. Like he puts on his suit. Gets another rover, goes out into space, drives two miles an hour <laughs> to go pick up what should be his dead body by now. Right. Only to come back and be like, Hal won't let him in. And then, uh, like, as he's as he's going to get him, Hal fucking kills the rest of the crew members, which yeah. I still didn't get why those other three were in stasis. Oh, they said it in the movie, um... During like a that when they were interviewed by like the news, and they said they're in stasis because they aren't needed until they get to Jupiter, and so to conserve air and food, they put them in stasis on the oh, trip there. Okay, okay, I can see that. Yeah, which gotcha. I thought was like, oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah, that's, that's smarter than I've ever heard any other movie. Yeah, recently. that's yeah, actually that's yeah, that's actually a pretty good reason. Yeah, but but yeah, so like Hal kills those three, like yeah. Just by turning off their life support. Yeah. And I actually really liked Hal in it. I wanted actually more of him. Yeah. I liked Hal because it's like, he has feelings, but he doesn't know, but he can't express them. Like, he's still, he's, he's just like... He's still an artificial intelligence. Yeah, he's an yeah. AI, and there's no way for, like, it's just, he's very monotone, and he speaks just in one tone, but, like... He still has him. You can tell he still has emotions, right? And he still feels for things. Like there's so many times in there where you can see him yelling it, but he's just like, "I just knew you were trying to kill me." Yeah. 
Please stop. I am afraid. Yes, please stop. I am afraid. Please stop. I am afraid. Yeah. Like, as much as I fucking was such a chore to get through this movie, there's a lot of things that I still liked. Yeah. And, like, if this... There's parts of this movie that if it came out today, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, for being it came out in 1968, like, I want to know how they did some of those effects. There's... Like, this came out ten years before Star Wars, and I think, like, some of the visuals in this are better than in Star Wars. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) There's some visuals in this that are better than some movies that come out today. Yeah. Because they have to be, like, if it came... You have to think that it took quite a long time to get all this shit to work. They had to start filming this maybe in... I don't know how much of a turnaround time they had back then. If it came out in 68, I assume they started production in 67. Yeah. And like, there's no compu- there's no CGI. Yeah, all of this has to be practical. Like I saw, like there's just a scene, right where, um, oh, it's the right after the Astrolopithecus caveman stuff. Yeah, <laughs> where there's just a floating pen in space, mm-hmm. and that was done practically. And yeah. I read how it was done. It was just done, like the the pen was on a piece of glass. With double-sided tape. Yeah. And they just floated it around in front of the camera. And the guy, when he went to grab it, just peeled it off the piece of glass. Yeah. But it looks seamless. Yeah, Like, it does. you can't tell that it was on a piece of glass or anything like that. Yeah. And all the models had to be, like, miniatures and stuff, which I thought looked really great. Yeah. Like, the set design for the ship cost $750,000 yeah. to make. In 1968? <laughs> so, like, holy shit, yeah. that have to be expensive. That Jupiter ship was fucking gorgeous. And super detailed. Yeah. Very, and, like, just, like, the way they played with uh with gravity and, like, what is up and down. And, like, there's yeah. no, you, you have no reference to, like, to any sort of direction. Like, right. people just stand in certain ways because they can. Yeah. Like the like the ship itself is round, but it's round as in you can walk, you can walk upside down and all right. and all around yeah. there. And then there's that really jarring scene where they're walking down this hallway and you see like this, like this spinning doorway in the background, and they just kind of like step off this out of this hallway onto this doorway, and then they start spinning, but you're still in the hallway. Yeah. So you, we're watching them spin in there. So like you can't even tell like. Are you spinning? Are they spinning? Yeah. And it's all done with just simple camera tricks. Yeah. They just had to essentially just... Oh, I can't... They could have both been actually spinning at one point. Because for them to walk down that hallway, they probably had the background spinning. Yeah. And then when they finally got off that, they spun the camera. Yeah. And then... So it looked like they kept spinning, but then that other thing was stationary so they could use the ladder. Yeah. Uh, Genius stuff. (laughs) Like, yeah, like it's... There's some really fucking cool shit in here. It's just, I wish they would have conserved time better or just told a story better. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie did win one Academy Award for visual effects, which it should because yeah. the visual effects are just stellar. Mm-hmm. And it was nominated for 13 other ones, did not win them. And yeah. I can only assume because, like... It's a fucking slog yeah. to get through some of this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, I don't want to talk this movie super to death. It's been going on to for about a half an hour. Yeah. But 
what would you grade the movie? Man, um, it's I definitely would not suggest people watch it. But I mean, like, if there's like a if there's like a thing online that has like best moments from 2001 Space Odyssey, like, sure, watch that. Yeah, if there's like a featurette or something on like just the effects. And, like, the aesthetics of the movie, definitely watch that. Yeah. So, like, for the visuals alone to just, I I don't know, maybe, like, if that's, if, like, space and stuff is your thing and, like, you're really into, like, that kind of stuff, like, maybe a D. (laughs) Yeah. Because I cannot, it's, it's awful, it's boring, but I feel like there's still stuff in there where, like, if you're really, really, like, passionate to the point where, like, you'll ignore your family, <laughs> then go ahead and watch it. <sighs> but oh I I cannot suggest anyone, for any sort of entertainment purpose, watch no, this. No, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm completely torn on what to give it. I think I'm going to give it a C. Like it is, Im- it was so hard to watch. Yeah, but the, like, as you could hear, there's a lot of things we enjoyed about the movie. Yeah, whether it be like the ballsy score that he chose, the aesthetics of the movie, like, but so that weighs it out. If it didn't have the mind blowing effects that it have for 1968 yeah or a lesser score i would have failed this movie yeah no one would give a shit no one would give a shit period about it i see why it's influential because you can see like i think you can actually see a lot in a new hope a lot of the aesthetics are kind of similar oh yeah like the spaceships and stuff Mm -hmm. how they're like well, in 2001, they're kind of, like, more clean cut. But, like, if you see the outside of the ship, it's, like, really detailed. And you see, like, nooks and crannies mm-hmm. of, like, little things here and there. You see a, just the opening shot of A New Hope where those oh, two yeah, starships. Right. They have so many shots like that in this. Yeah, where it's yeah. just, like, a ship coming going overhead and you're, like, following it down, the, down, uh, down like, the, like, the shaft of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, like... Almost a shot for shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's I like that's how I can see it's influential. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the uh, technology in the, in 1968 was pretty spot on for like how it ended up yeah. being. Like yeah. uh, I think they had like touchscreen stuff and like flat screen monitors and mm-hmm. they even like tried kind of... to fit some pop culture stuff in there too from the time. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to, like, make it, even though, like, a lot of the business that they featured in it are, were way out of bit, were, like, yeah. way not even prevalent in 2001. Right. But, like, they still tried to make it seem like this is, an, this is a community. Yeah. Like, a space community that's being built around. So, like, they, they do make it seem like it's a plausible future. Right. Like, especially by throwing in, like, like those... Like those nods to like AT and T or like I don't know like they're just like random companies that were like around in the sixties right. and stuff. So like they are they you can tell that they're they're trying to build something to make it seem like a world that you could live in, but they just fucking <laughs> slogs. Yes, <laughs> cannot stress that enough. It's so fucking boring. Yeah. My God. 
But yeah, so that was the classic. This is classic. It's a classic. Stanley Kubrick's classic 2001 Space Odyssey. The Shining is way better. The Shining is pretty good. Yeah. I would, like, dismiss Stanley Kubrick altogether, but, like, that sh- Ugh, The Shining is so good. It is really good. Um, I, yeah. If you are at... I can't tell people to not watch this movie, but I'm going to give can. them a forewarning. Like, this movie is hard as shit to get through. I say if you are going to watch it, like, fast forward to the Jupiter mission just right yeah. away. I because think, none of none of the info in there is yeah. fine. Watch it at like the Australopithecus stuff. You get is it. Is not yeah, you get it. And then the moon stuff is probably the most boring part of the whole movie cuz they do nothing. You, you don't need to know anything. Absolutely nothing <laughs> is done in the fucking moon mission part. Yeah, and that's an hour of the movie is that. Yeah, that's the whole first hour. You're down to an hour and a half after you skip all that shit and just watch the Jupiter mission. Yeah, what well, yeah, I would say put it on, but then you kind of miss like the scores and stuff. But eh, whatever. Like yeah. I, I enjoyed the the score choices that they use, but yeah, you could seriously put it at like times sixty four fast forward yeah. and watch the first hour in like fifteen, maybe five minutes. Yeah, and get it. Like yeah, oh, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> and then after the intermission, there's still more Jupiter stuff before the intermission, right? Yeah, yep, there's a little bit, there's a little bit, but yeah, even then it's like, like there's that fucking weird ass scene where the dude's laying on the bed and he's like, we got a message from your family, and it just oh, lays yeah. like, he doesn't give a shit at all. Yeah. Why are you in your underwear? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. The people, even like the actors in this, like I wish there was like somebody with like a, like a fucking, like, like an addictive personality or like some kind of like character trait that like makes me feel for them but they're all just very monotone and morose yeah like just staring at a screen like how do you want to see these pictures i drew today <laughs> yes dave i would like to see these pictures it's just like him just like fucking like lifting this fucking notepad like here look at this here look <laughs> the only one that should sound like that is how yeah they all sound like that. Like they're just yeah. so fucking. And I think even Hal has more personality than some. Hal of is more has more personality <laughs> than all of them. Like they're just like, Hal, why is this? Hal, like... can you move my chair closer to the screen, please? <laughs> yes. Why, sure, David. I could do that for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> why do you sound like more of a yeah. robot? Yeah. <laughs> Are you fu- are you just tired all the time? <laughs> you sound tired. Yeah. Yeah, like if there was a a human character in this that seemed like at least somewhat likable, even in the boring parts I would be more invested because it's like I like this guy. I hope he doesn't die. <laughs> but instead yeah. they're all just staring into 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 distance like I don't I could you could literally you, your head could be detached from your shoulders in front of me, and I would not give a shit. I, uh... Yeah, I... I really want to go and, like, read fan theories about the ending. Because it's almost been out for 50 years. Yeah. I kind of want to look it up, too. Because... Yeah, like, I would not hate the ending if... Just the rest of the movie wasn't just such a fucking drag to get through. 
Yeah, I'm, like, I'm all I'm all for like movies where it's your own interpretation at the end or whatever. Yeah, but this isn't like. Uh, I feel like that's like playing it fast and loose. This ending, it's like way up to anything. Like, Even if it is fast and loose, though, like I don't mind as long as if. If, if if it's an ending where it's like even like to your own interpretation, sure, fine, whatever. But even even the ending, they draw out some scenes where it's like we get the fucking point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm all if he wants to try and like make some weird statement or whatever with the ending, I'm fine with it. It's just there's so many scenes where it detra- it detracts you from even getting to that point it's like then why did you make the movie if you want to get people if you want people to get to this part of the movie to fucking make a statement then why are you like fucking driving people away with how fucking long and boring it is yeah that uh, i don't know maybe i never thought that like movies that came out like almost 50 years ago went ran this long like, I yeah. always thought they were shorter and, like, movies have got longer as time progressed. But I guess, like, Gone with the Wind was, like, three hours long. There are, there are like, a lot of, like, Ben-Hur is, like, five hours. Yeah. <laughs> Ten Commandments is, like, Jesus ten hours. <laughs> but, like, fuck. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Don't know. Yeah, I, I can only suggest watching this movie, the first hour of this movie and fast forward. Yeah. And then watch the hour and a half. Even then, it's kind of like, oh my god. Like, I feel like if you fast forward, if you just get right to the Jupiter mission stuff, like, you'd have enough patience to maybe sit through. Yeah, but you, there's still scenes in the in that last Jupiter mission stuff that shows yeah. what we're talking about, how they really slow shit down. Yeah, like, and, even, like, when Hal starts turning on them, and, like, the first thing he does... Is takes advantage of that fucking drone thing. It's so... There's so much suspense that's just killed. Because yeah. they take so long in actually him getting his body to bring it back. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the worst fucking... Like, I was invested until it was like... Wow, this is really... This is taking a long fucking time right <laughs> yeah. now. I was invested, too, because I'm like, Oh, Mike, yeah. you need to get him. You need to get him. Yeah. And they kind of do the thing where they, like... Uh, they kind of do in Firefly too, where they actually go out into space and there's no sound. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but it doesn't help the suspense yeah. either. Like if if he would have got to him a lot faster, yeah, the no sound thing would have worked. Yeah, but like it's you see every inch of that thing move. Yeah, inch by inch to get to this guy who has to be fucking. From Jupiter to fucking the sun away <laughs> at this point. Because he's been floating out there for goddamn ever yeah. at this point. I don't know. Also, like, the fucking breathing in this yeah. is annoying as shit. Yeah. It's... they. It goes on forever. It, There's some scenes but where it th- goes on as long as the scene is going. Yeah. And... I would... I wouldn't have minded it, it, like, if the scenes didn't go on forever. Yeah. Like, if, like, some scenes will go on for ten minutes. Yeah. And it's ten minutes of a guy breathing in space with no dialogue. Yeah. And it's really fucking grating. Yeah. And sure, maybe that, 
Oh my god, I don't even know. It's like, like it like it's like those scenes where it's like, okay, the breathing does give tension. Yes. But then it's like, imagine if you're falling for ten minutes. Yes. Don't you get to a point where it's like Oh my I'm god, I'm still just falling. Already. Yeah. <laughs> just let me hit a fucking wall. Let me hit the fucking floor and die. Yeah. It that's I we can't stress it enough. That's like the huge issue in the movie. Yeah. Like I um when I told Ghost Hunter Dave that this is where we're doing for this week, yeah. he's like, oh, you've never seen it. I'm like, no, I've never seen it. I heard just really influential, and everyone says you should watch it. I'm like, and he said, there's like scenes in this where it's just a spaceship moving across the screen for f- literally five minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. I can get, that's a, I cannot stress enough. That is a lot of the every movie. scene yeah. is a lot of just dead time. Yeah. Oh my god. So much dead time. Well, if you can if we can literally cut an hour out of this movie. Yeah. There, I feel like you can make a cut of this where it would 45 be 45 watch- minutes. Yeah, where it could be watchable <laughs> and you can almost get something out of it. Yeah. But it's this could be fucking terrible. This could be cut in a way you could show this in an hour on TV with commercials. Yeah. You could. You could cut it to... It's... It's nuts. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. There's probably, like, cinephiles out there saying that's blasphemy, but... I don't give a shit. This is fucking true. It's It's, awful. It's goddamn true. It's awful. Well, anyway, JT, other than slogging through this, have you slogged through anything else this week? Um, a few things that I watched. Uh, me and Molly went and saw that... Uh, Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal movie, Nocturnal Animals. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was actually pretty good. I heard it was pretty good. It's very, um, much like the ending to this, it's very to your own interpretation kind of movie, but it's, it's an interesting concept. It's like Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal are this couple that married really early in their lives and got like a really messy divorce and then Jake, 20 years later, Jake Gyllenhaal sends her this novel that he wrote. And the novel is very, it, it has nothing to do with relationships whatsoever. It's a family that gets uh, kidnapped by, like, these rednecks in Texas. Okay. And most of the movie is the book. Oh, like, okay. her reading the book. And then you're kind of left to wonder, like, like in a note that he writes to her, he says that this is, I wrote this based on you and our relationship. So you're kind of left to determine, like, what about this book, what this book says about their relationship and what it says about her, what it says about him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even in, because it's, they even, like, show, like, she puts people that she meets in as characters in the book. So it's, like, her reading it. So then you're almost kind of wondering, like, is she misinterpreting things? Mm. Like, are they showing stuff that he didn't mean for it to be that way in the book for her to read it that way? Huh. So it's really interesting, and it has one of the most jarring opening credit scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. But, yeah, it's really, like, me, I legit, like, me and Molly have been, like, having, like, mild, like, small discussions about it ever since we saw it, and that was a week ago. I, uh, just ironically enough, I think yesterday or the day before, I listened to, I think just, like, a Nerdist podcast with Jake Gyllenhaal on it, and he talks a lot about nocturnal animals. Yeah. I think that they ruined the ending for me, because they... 
they told me or he was talking about it or whatever. Yeah. But it sounds still really interesting. I kind of want to check it out still. Yeah. Uh, even if you know what the ending is, like, it's one of those, like, we, me and Molly have legit developed four different theories <laughs> about what this movie is about. And they're all different and they all do not take away from the other theory. They all could be true. Hmm. Cool. So it's really interesting to watch. Nice. Me into that. So, yeah, check out Nocturnal Animals. Also finished American Horror Story Hotel, finally. Yeah. And uh, it's not my favorite season of theirs, <laughs> but uh, an ongoing uh, cast member they have on there, Dennis O'Hare, is like plays probably one of my favorite characters of his that he ever played. Huh. He plays a, like, um, a drag queen called like Liz Taylor. Okay. Where it's like... Like usually, like in the seasons, he always plays like a super weird character, and then so then the first time you see him, he's a bald guy wearing a dress, wearing makeup, and you're like, another weird Dennis O'Hara character in this. <laughs> yeah. But then you get to know him, and you get to see his backstory, and it's like, I almost kind of like that he played weird characters in like the in the previous seasons because the first time you see him, you're automatically judging him, and then they give him his backstory, and it's like. He's in this horrible, horrible place because it's the one place in the in the world where people accept him for who he is. Mm-hmm. And it's like a really, like, his story alone is like a really touching story in it. Right on. So I really, just for just for his backstory in it alone, I would suggest watching American Horror Story Hotel. Check it out. So, yep, those two things, that's what I'm into. I actually watched uh, Ex Machina for the first time Ooh, this last week. What'd you think of it? I really enjoyed it. Oh, really? Yeah, really enjoyed it. Might make uh, the top ten of the year, possibly. Oh, shit. Tune in to find out. <laughs> Even though it was made two years ago. Was it? Yeah. It Fuck. Wasn't this year. <laughs> well, then it won't. <laughs> but but uh, I know, I always... I thought it came out um, this year. No, it came out... It actually came out last year. But uh, I always talk to Molly about it, and she hates it for some reason. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, she was like, I like Oscar Isaac's character. Everyone else is kind of a dipshit. And no. I'm like, I can kind of, well, I, I, I definitely, Oscar Isaac's my favorite character in it, for sure. Hands down. Sure. The, like, the temp guy that they bring in is. Domo Gleason. Yeah, he's kind of a little, little bit of a douche. And I, but I do like the, the AI chick in it. Yeah. I I don't think he's a douche. I think uh freaking Poe Dameron is more of a douche. Oh, he is Oscar a douche, Isaac. but he's interesting because you don't know you can't tell his uh motives at all throughout the whole thing, and that's why I like the most about him. Yeah. Like you're almost left guessing about why he's doing all this stuff from like the get-go. I feel like Dom Hall Gleason is just kind of like is like this fucking twerp that's just being led around by all these people like just letting people talk for him all the time i didn't i didn't see it like that at all i saw like as uh he was kind of swindled into doing i don't want to spoil ex machina for people who haven't seen it well hold hold on though maybe we'll do a show on it all right maybe well um if i could like i i think he was now that i've already kind of started like he was kind of swindled into the situation. Coerced. Sure. <laughs> Coerced. That's a good one. Uh, and 
like he was never given like a full briefing on like why he's going to help um, Oscar Isaac. Okay. Like he's he's kept a lot in the dark. Yeah. Whereas like that's why I don't think like he can be like a douche because I'm like why yeah. why is he douchey when he's kind of getting shit on? Yeah. When like Oscar Isaac gets like the whole big picture and he's doing all the shitting. Okay. But I mean there are twists near the end. Yeah. Which turns it on its head. Mm-hmm. Like I think like two or three times. Yeah. But yeah, but I I really enjoyed the movie oh, yeah. quite a bit. I, I liked it too for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about maybe well, yeah, let's talk about it more in depth later down the road. Okay. We'll p- keep it in the keep it in the old do old a, piggy bank. Yeah. We'll do a uh, <laughs> a rewind a re- review. Rewind. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. All I right. haven't been much. Fair enough. My birthday was last week, so I've that's been right. pretty that's busy true. doing other stuff. So HBD. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's the show, JT. All right. Um, uh, if people want to, uh, hmm. People want to. <laughs> what shitty pun are you gonna drop this week? <laughs> tr- I can't really think of a, a real good one, but if. Uh, People want to. People want to make space babies with me. They there can you get go. Me at, there you go. They can get me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not Snapchat, Troy? Uh, you can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. If you're into Facebook, we got one of those going on at Facebook.com/slash Off Topic Podcast. You can find all of our episodes, past, present, future, on SoundCloud.com/slash Off Topic Podcast. You can also find our uh, show as well on iTunes and Google Play. And while you're on i, uh, if you do listen to iTunes, you can give us a review and a rating. And if you like the show, a five star rating helps other people find the show as well. And hey, you know what? We got a Gmail. Shit. Heard of this? <laughs> a little. I think I heard of it. If you want to send two. just a top notch email, you can do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail dot com. That's it. Next That's- week, Troy's the big one. That's it. Rogue One. Got the big one. The big Rogue One. A Star Wars story. Yep. Just the the cornerstone of our Final Frontier month. That's right. And then Passengers. And then Passengers, <laughs> which, I mean, you know, it, it could, could go yeah, either way. It could go <laughs> legitimately either way. We could hate it more than 2001 Space Odyssey. That's Who very, knows? That's very true. Who knows? There could be, like, long scenes of them walking down hallways saying nothing. You know, a thing I wanted to save for Passengers, but I might forget it by the time we get there. Okay. That Passengers was on the blacklist, which is like the hot movie scripts. Really? For many years. And it finally got made. Oh, shit. So So this might be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Get ready. There you go. Get ready. Well, JT, two big new flicks. That's right. Of journeying through the great beyond that is space. That's right. Can't wait. Can't wait. Get out of here, polar vortex. I want to see Star Wars right now. Come on, you damn bastard. <laughs> well, until next time, 
where we'll have myself, JT, and a shocking special guest. Shocking! <laughs> I've been short of the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And until next time, we are off. <laughs>